Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. I could deal with losing some of my memory. If I didn't have to remember what's the name over here, I wouldn't care. That's a whole line? Yeah. That's all you're giving me? Mm -hmm. That's really easy. I mean, my first thought is Sophia. Okay. Because she was the oldest. So losing memory. It makes sense. All of them dealt with old things. But... It also feels hearing loss. It feels like it could also be Rose. Rose had all kinds of issues. Is that that's really the whole line? That damn you. <laughs> okay. There's a, like that's not the whole line, but if I say the next part, it's going to give away who it is. Okay. Which is difficult because so many of like the funniest lines in this show, it's so evident if you watch enough of this show who it is. I feel like that's why I can't do a rose quote because all of my favorite rose quotes, well, that's not true. Some of my favorite rose quotes are when she's pissed, but most of my favorite rose quotes are obviously mm-hmm. rose. Right. All right. I'm just going to say, Sophia, final answer. That's right. Oh, thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. I was so really this shook. Is an episode, I think, of season five. It's called Clinton Avenue Memoirs. This is the episode where Sophia is dealing with the fact that she's losing bits of her memory and she starts to forget things about her late husband, Salvador. Salvador. Um, the thing that sets her over the edge is when she's looking through old pictures with Dorothy and. They're looking at her kitchen, and Dorothy says, oh, look at the pantry. Do you remember what Pop put behind the pantry? And Sophia said what she thought it was, and it was wrong. What did she think was behind the pantry? (laughs) Which led them to flying to Brooklyn to go look at the house so that they could, like, re-jump her memories. What? What did she think was behind? The whole episode was, like, she was like, I know that my husband did this for me. I'll never forget it. It was behind that pantry. What was it? I don't remember. I have no idea. But I do remember this episode. It wasn't food, was it? <laughs> That's what he left behind <laughs> the pantry. Oh my god! Food, <laughs> spaghetti or something. Spaghetti and cheesecake is all they talk about. It was a carving that said "Sal loves Sophia." 
Oh, isn't that precious? And she was wrong. It was actually where he kept the height of all of the kids. See, now that makes a lot more sense. But she just had it mixed up. In the end of the episode, she realizes that the carving was behind the door in the closet in their bedroom. In oh, the kitchen. Um, okay. This that episode is vaguely familiar. I haven't seen it a million times, but I, I try to skip it. it cuz it's one of those like really emotional episodes. Like I yeah. don't like that episode. I don't not that I don't like it, but that episode always punches me and then the one where uh Phil's funeral where oh, like yeah. Sophia kind of had to deal with the fact that like her son was a cross dresser mm-hmm. and like she always like resented it or tried to avoid it oh yeah and that scene and, with his wife like I remember he that. hated she hated the wife because she and like blamed it right on her mm-hmm. when she really never she was like, like I was accepted just, it like, loving and accepting of your son yeah, like, and you weren't so what's up bitch they had buried him in a teddy I rem- oh oh my he was god in the casket yes in oh a teddy. wasn't they showing out at the funeral it was like a bunch of a bunch of queens was at the funeral or a bunch something? of his his poker club <sighs> They all came in like oh lord full like like funeral gowns the golden girls but the wife was like isn't it a beaut talking about the teddy like she loved right. like she supported him she did Sophia it, was the one with her she issues. was a real one then and that also so yeah those are harder episodes to watch but well what plenty others but whatever so, that's so not the point golden girls is great catch up um, welcome back I am Assad. <laughs> I am Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh gosh, what an icon! What two icons? I didn't even finish watching. The I haven't red- started. Okay, I only I saw a few clips, yet. and I was like already in my feelings. So I was like, oh no, I got to wait. Yeah, I've seen like little clips. I got to wait on this. Um, but like, I think the first full episode just came out. It's like twenty minutes long. Yeah. Um, I think it's well, it's just titled Motherhood. I think that's the one where she sits down with um with Will Smith's ex wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't know if it's going to be just that conversation or if it's going to I know that I saw clips of her having conversation with her mom and with Willow <laughs> um, I saw yes I saw her and Willow and was that her mama or or Trey's mama it was another woman at the table too the ones I saw were her 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 mama who looks like she could be her big sister and mm-hmm. then her daughter okay yeah cause with whatever it was Jada was talking and Willow was in the background like yeah yeah they stand for each other like the three of them stand for each other I damn. love it oh I love it so I'll much I'll never forget when I met Jada Pink. oh my god what? When was this? Bitch, when I hosted the Janae Aiko concert. Oh, right. And Willow opened. Yes. That's right. You told me. And I walked out. <gasps> Y'all were there. Oh, my God. Yes. Now I remember. God, that would seem so long ago. Sizzle was... Sizzle was there? Yeah, she opened too. Oh my God. Wow. That feels like, like a million ago. years ago. At what wow. is now called the PlayStation Theater. I think at the time it was the I Best won't Buy ever call theater. it that. Right. No, I will because I love theater. PlayStation. But... I'm yeah, I walked that. out and went to go introduce Willow and was like, oh, she comes. I think I said something like she comes from a long line of way better than you or something like that. And Clever. then Jay, I saw Jada earlier backstage, but of course I like stood on the complete opposite side of the room mm-hmm. as to not aggravate her with right, my, my presence. presence. So afterwards, um, I think she was taking her baby home because at the time Willow was still quite young. Right. So she was like, we're opening and then we're going home. Like before, I think it was like an opening because the internet also. Yeah, the internet. Like, yeah. So oh like God, what a show acts. that was. It was lit. That was such a good show. It was like two acts, three acts before yeah. Janae. And I think maybe when the internet or SZA was on, she was like, 
saying her goodbye. Time to go. <laughs> like the girls are get her to get And she came up things. to me. She saw me. And she came up to me. And she's just like, I talked about this on yeah. the show before. Well, I'm sure you did, but I totally forgot about she's, that moment. I don't even remember exactly what she said to me. She was just like, you did your thing. Or like, you were funny. Like, And she gave me like oh, like wow. half of the Wakanda forever. Like oh my the, God. Yes. And I was just like, you're everything. You're a goddess. <laughs> like, this is everything to me. Thank you so much. I've lived for you since the beginning of time, since a different world. You're everything. Amen. So Amen. my life. What a blessing bestowed upon your life. Forever, I will take it with me. Mm-hmm. I would be, Miss Tina smiled at me once and I felt a similar way so same yeah <laughs> when I stalked them outside of Parkland <laughs> <laughs> worth it I had never been to a Beyonce concert I needed to see Beyonce in person for the first time in my life and I did you did and up close there. and in person there, and then she touched you at Rebel and then she touched me at Rebel look at your life I'm good Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my, for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So Black Excellence this week goes out to three D.C. high school students by the name of Michaela. I want to say your last name is Sharif. Sorry if it is not. India Skinner and Bria Snell. They are 17-year-old high school juniors that I believe go to Banneker High. I could have butchered that. Like Benjamin Banneker? That makes sense. I think so. And so they um, received $4,000 from the city, courtesy of Mayor Muriel. I love that name. First of all, it is like such a lit name and like a classic old name. And then it's also like (laughs) the name of the lady in Courage the Cowardly Dog, which you know nothing about. Mm -mm. But like, 
Okay. Anyway, Muriel E. Bowser is the mayor, and she go ahead and she went ahead and dropped four thousand dollars on these high school students. They entered a NASA competition. Uh, where they presented a method that would be used to purify lead-contaminated water in school drinking fountains. Lots of girls I hear could use that intent. Um, but, of course, because these girls are black, they had to deal with haters. Racist. And just racist. Yeah. And people being mad because black people are not allowed to do nice things, <laughs> have nice things, or excel. Um, or even be outside. The news has been breathe. fucking crazy this week. But anyway. Anything. <laughs> so, uh, I guess some idiot, loser, wank, racist, dumbass, inbred hick bastards on 4chan love which how is that even still right how does like (laughs) how is 4chan still a thing how does that still happen anyway they uh decided that these black girls could not win they wouldn't allow it and used some sort of like like were recommending programs that could hack into the voting system and get some little privileged mm-hmm. boys like a boost in the voting so much so that NASA actually had to shut down the voting early because they hacked it and ruined it all because right black all girls because they could not stand the thought trying of black to do girls some good. Just no, ma'am. You could have done it like black people on the internet did, which was share the story and the link to vote. And hey, vote for these girls. Y'all could have shared it amongst all your little racist ass, MAGA ass friends. You could have been like, vote for this cracker in particular because we don't want those black girls to win. But no, Mm -hmm. you had to cheat about it. You couldn't just. And for what? And that's like NASA not going to figure out that you niggas hacked into their system. Like, girl. NASA. <laughs> it's like the University of Science. Who are you fooling over here? What are you, what is, what are you doing? Racists are some dumbass. It's just for what? So it, it when, I'll get back to this towards the end of the show. But it's just like little dumb petty shit like this. Y'all want to blow shit like Black Lives Matter out of like complete proportion and make it something that it is not. Mm-hmm. And act like black people are just, you know, piling into the street and wasting everybody's time and tax money. You having a good time over there? <laughs> yeah, my bad. Everything's okay. good. Just put it on. It's no, fine. I'm just going to put it on the floor. <laughs> like... When we, like, peacefully go out in places or appear on shows or, you know, school pep rallies or wherever else we gather together and say, hey, shit's <laughs> fucked. Right. Like, we are somehow still the villains in those scenarios and racism doesn't exist. And then you have situations like this where it's not only just black people minding their business, <laughs> but trying to do something good right. for people right. in general. For children. They are <laughs> girls. But... Uh, anyway, so the point is that these black girls are excellent. They are. They are. They received $4,000 from the city amidst your racist hatred. <laughs> um, NASA is expected to name the winners of the competition later in this month. Um, I believe the winners are invited to their Goddard Space Flight Center in Greenbelt for two days of workshops. Um and I think they also get four thousand. Well, they get four thousand dollars to cover expenses or something like that. But they get like a cool scientific yeah. trip. I've been to that. the space center, not that one. I went to the one in Houston as a kid, and it was very, very interesting. Uh, I am not a science or math or space centered person, so a lot of it was just way over me. But I just am so. Anytime there are young black kids doing something that they are passionate about and like winning and being recognized. I am just so happy and proud. Okay. And it excited says here for them. that uh 
they volunteer at the city-funded Inclusive Innovation Incubator, which is a technology lab focused on diversity and entrepreneurship near Howard University. I'm reading this on the Washington Post. And their mentor at the incubator encouraged them to compete and supervise them on weekends as they built a prototype for the competition. So the $4,000 that they got from the mayor will be given to the incubator and used to help the students further develop their water filtration system. So if you thought that somehow your weird hacking shit was going <laughs> to stop their grind, it's their not. hustle, their mission. Right. It, it isn't. I mean, why would you even want to stop kids who are trying to purify water? For what? Like, like what is bitch, like, really? How are you mad at this? But it's like, at the end of the day, like, there are full grown ass politicians who are out here making fun of kids for saying that we would like y'all to do something about motherfuckers coming and shooting us for true, nothing. True. So it's like, what, what, what is supposed to surprise me now? What like what? that's true. That's true. So I don't even and it's being sad. rewarded for it, like, right? People are just ugh, this this world. This it's country, sad and it's weird and, and it's a mess. But it's just kind of like I don't even know if I'm supposed to be shocked anymore. But congratulations to you, beautiful young ladies. I am inspired by you, and I cannot wait to see what you um what you make with right. This. This water and see what kind of system. impact you have on the world. Um, all right, so let's move on mm-hmm. to our messy segment called Hot Tops um, and the Life of Pi. Okay, I like it. Sure. Um, so, first of all, let's see, where do we go from here? Uh, Sanaa Lathan is still talking about not biting Beyonce. She spoke to Health Magazine and said, I would never do anything malicious like that to her or to anyone. I think it's the most absurd thing I've ever been involved with. Thank God I've been in this business for 20 years and I've had so many rumors about me. Well, I guess probably. In order to survive in this business, you just have to let it roll. So she's sticking to her guns here or her gums and, you know, maintaining that she bit no one, Mm -hmm. especially not a Beyonce. Well, I mean, so I don't have any reason to not believe Sanaa Lathan. I just, I mean, I'm going to, sure. Like, there's no reason to think she's lying over and over about this. Maybe everybody was just like, we'll say Sanaa in order to not say who it really is. I don't know. Ugh, I don't know. Why not pick a white woman? I feel like Sanaa has to be in on it, though. <laughs> like, she has to know who it really is. Why would all of these black celebrities be like, let's just pick Sanaa Lathan? I don't know. Like, why not just Uh, pick, like, some frigid white Hollywood actress that nobody likes? Because the white bitches are going to be like, no, it wasn't me. It was da-da-da. True. We need somebody who's going to be like, it wasn't me. And that's all I'm saying about it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm not famous. I'm not in these circles. A white industry person would have been like, it certainly was not me. And not only am I (laughs) suing, it was actually Gabrielle Union or somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Lena... (laughs) Lena Dunham talking about it was Gabrielle Union really it was like Kyla Pratt or something because she can't tell her black people (laughs) apart it would be something embarrassing like that where they can't tell you who did it because they saw her face then it would be worse because Gabrielle would have to be like okay it absolutely was not me it was Kyla I was like damn bitch like no I'm not going out like that now you should have just been watching where you put your fucking teeth not my fault that racist white bitch can't tell us apart I had to clear shit up because y'all not going to be out here thinking Gabrielle would probably actually be looking at Kyla because black women are going to hold each other down unless you're Stacey Dash or another like coon. Right. Go look at Kyla like so you gonna let them. So you gonna let them do me like that or you gonna do the right thing? A few more hours before I speak up. (laughs) I suggest you figure it out. I really think this is like a black famous women in Hollywood 
circle secret that the rest of us... I just don't understand. There have been some... Okay, and then I also heard that... Um, Miss Tina's husband went did like some interview where he said it was nonsense and like it never happened or something like that. But there are so many people who have said that it did that were there. <laughs> Tyler Perry was talking about I'm not gonna tell you who it is, but I know who it was. Like how, oh, how are so many people like Tyler Perry, the author of confusion? <laughs> we just don't need it, sir. <sighs> I don't know. I don't think we'll ever know the truth. Maybe Tyler Perry thinks it was his acrimony character. <laughs> Okay. See, you didn't have to. You didn't <laughs> okay. have to do this. Thought it was Taraji and acrimony. You did not have. See, Taraji did not deserve acrimony, man. What a wreck that was. Taraji is a working woman. Taraji is a, a legend. Sultra. She acts, mm-hmm. and Taraji is to be protected at all costs. I agree. The girls, the black girls. Quiet as we want to keep it, it's lots of black girl magic and empowerment, and the girls are on covers, and the and the the Hollywood folks are are trying to intentionally create characters and and parts in their shows to, you know, piggyback Mm -hmm. on the black girls are taking over thing. All of that is great. Fine. (laughs) But it still pales in comparison to how many white women are offered roles every single day. So all of these women, the ones we know about and the ones we don't, Mm -hmm. are going out for the same roles every day. At the end of the day, you got to feed kids and take care of yourself and put on your panties and buy new panties (laughs) and brassieres and all kinds of things so you know what needs to happen is the girls need to be offering our legends and our respected (laughs) girls work that they deserve yes i agree 100 percent. but this whole the and i say that as someone who did not see well i took your word now you could have supported anyway but i'm just like i'm gonna take your word on that mother's day get out or whatever movie gabrielle (laughs) union is in i'm not watching that either because more than one person. <laughs> Mother's Day get out. I don't know what it is, really. <laughs> what is it called? It's Trap? It's called Breaking In. Breaking In. Not Get Out. Breaking In. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so whatever. You know I had what I a blast talking. at Breaking In. Not, like I had... You didn't have a blast watching the movie. <laughs> you... I did. It was <laughs> so much fun. It was really funny. Were you drinking? Yes. Okay. Prior to. So that's 80% of the fun right there. And I was also high. Okay. There's another 15. Um, <laughs> listen, it was better than a month. <laughs> Look at you. Through it. I am not lying. You tried it was better so than most Tyler Perry movies that I have ever it's seen. It's not in my a life. Tyler Perry the movie. The only issue. <laughs> <laughs> no. The, the thing is, it, it could, it, it just, it was like trying to be several things. And I felt like it, so many things that were I found intriguing about it immediately were left unanswered. It wasn't like it was just a bad movie to me. Mm-hmm. It was just like, what happened? Like, it it was like a mom trying to protect her kids from a home invasion. And that was really, it wasn't fleshed out enough to me. But I didn't think it was like a bad movie. I think it could have been better, especially with you having this classic black woman who can act. I think Gabby can act. And then you have like this, like whatever sort of script that really is just about a black woman being mm-hmm. a badass. And well, that was it. I really wondered about it because off the previews, I was like, how is she going to defeat this team of white men that are in our house. That was like the thing. Like, but it's like, so this isn't really a spoiler. Is she a CIA agent or something? 
it's not really a spoiler, okay. but like her, it's her dad's house. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And she doesn't have a great relationship with her dad or whatever, but they don't, they kind of like imply that her dad was like into some shit and it's a real high tech house. And so I'm thinking, okay, so maybe like her dad was secretly a ninja. And so she's secretly a ninja mm-hmm. and like da, da 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 And that would explain how she's able to do all of these random things when she just seems to be like a regular mom. Right. But That's then was it doesn't answer any of that. Hmm. So it wasn't like it was just stupid. It was just like, what am I watching? Okay. Well, all but right. But I laughed a plenty. I mean, I laughed in acrimony, but it was not a comedy by any stretch of the imagination. Whatever. But that was Tyler Perry's fault because he don't invite nobody else to the table. I don't know what went wrong with breaking in. <laughs> I don't know. Black panic room. That's know. what it sounds like. It, yes. And I loved panic room. I enjoyed panic room also as well. So... <sighs> Well, right. was finished. I might go just just to support Gabrielle Union. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna go again just because I know that if I take niggas and we go with up. a right we're amount gonna, of we're gonna you know, yep. we're gonna have a good time. <laughs> we're gonna do that. I plan on watching it again, <laughs> but not because it was a great movie. Okay. That's fair. Um speaking of Beyonce, Kelly Rowland. <laughs> oh yeah, we were talking about Beyonce. Sort of. Uh, Kelly Rowland told People Magazine on the rumors of this Destiny's Child tour on the run, on the on the Destiny run, Destined to Run tour. <laughs> she said, this is the first time I've heard it this morning. I was like, well, that's news to me. <laughs> there hasn't been anything we discussed. She and Jay are getting ready to go on tour. I'm sad because I won't see those babies. Or at least Aww. you can see the damn babies. Right. <laughs> She was, How do you think we feel, Calendria? She slid that in real cute. Like, oh, it'll be a few months before I see my niece and nephew again. Like, well, okay, girl, at least you have seen them children right. without the Zoom lens. We don't know nothing about that. We have maybe seen, like, a, a toe. I have seen paparazzi pictures where you could barely make out the baby's faces. If you could, you really could not. You could not. And then the ones that she posted after she gave birth where she was holding both of them. And they were like and, three days right, old. So just, they had the standard newborn face. All of so, them look like that. <laughs> so we just won't ever know what Sir and Rumi look like. And I get it. That's fine. That's fair. Kelly was like, let me just remind y'all real quick. Like, I know. I'm just gonna rub it in. I'm related to them. Yeah. So, okay. I think today is her wedding anniversary. I saw that on the shade room. So, is it? I, I thought think... they got married on a four day. A four day? Didn't they get married on a four? What's a four? Oh, like a day that ends. Beyonce and Jay Z's wedding anniversary? Um, no. Kelly and, and oh. Tim. What? Yeah, that is a thing. What the fuck? <laughs> We're talking about no. Beyonce and her kids. Yeah, I, was, no. I got confused. I think they got married in May. Was it May 4th? I don't think it was fourth. I'm, I'm ta- I was talking about somebody else. Oh my god! It very, now I have to look up. It was correct. April fourth, two thousand eight. Yes, they were four four. Yeah, but I don't know what Kelly's wedding anniversary date it's is today. It's May 9th. Yes. So <laughs> now we but all know. I love them as a yes. couple, and True. I love her son, who kind of went from looking exactly like her to me to now looking like the daddy. Kids do that. They do. They bounce. Faces around. change a lot. 
when they're first born and all that. So, well, thanks for confirming what we already kind of knew to be a fact. Because as I've said, I know good and damn well, Beyonce does what she wants and doesn't give y'all much information. So the girls like to play games and just mm-hmm. come up with rumors that are kind of not really good. Right? Y'all like, just throw anything out there and see what sticks. Maybe obviously lies. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Beyonce is going to be doing the first underwater concert. <laughs> Like, shut up. <laughs> is she, bitch? Will we all have to show up with our scuba masks and shit? Will we have to hold our breath, girl? It's not going to happen. Um, The Met Gala took place on oh, this week on. at some point. You know, whatever. What a fancy-ass party that is. Isn't it? My goodness. Honestly, I feel like if you're a woman and you go to the Met Gala, you must be so tired at the end because they'd be carrying around gowns that weigh like 500 pounds and like mm-hmm. talking to a whole bunch of people they don't want to talk to. And like, I'd be surprised if Solange goes every year. It's probably just because she loves fashion and avant-garde shit and stuff. Because she was the one. Of, I remember when she, she was does. talking about some award show, maybe the VMAs or one of them. She was like, I don't care to go around and talk to a whole bunch of people I don't like or don't want to give a fuck about. That's real. Something like that. And I was like, absolutely, Solange. Same. Mm-hmm. But she probably loves the like, opportunity to, to dress like that. Yeah, that's what I'm have saying. Have a fun theme and then find something crazy to wear. So. Solange seems like she loves a costume. Mm-hmm. And I did love her outfit. Loved it. Do-rag was perfect. Do-rag mixed with a halo. <laughs> so good. Who else is going to do it? Like, Who could yes. do it better? <laughs> it's like a black Jesus. What well, This is everything. She's ugh, so She's good. inspired by the first black saint. <clears throat> Saint oh, Laurent. Saint Huron. Saint Huron. Why did I say sense? Saint Laurent? Because I'm high. <laughs> which makes sense because that's the name of her brand. Yes. So I did not realize it was Saint Huron. I was definitely saying Saint Heron because I'm oh, country. I learned don't that know today. <laughs> <laughs> Lena Waithe looked amazing. I learned that earlier today because Miss Tina posted, like, I guess. E fashion mm-hmm. news or whatever they were discussing they were dis- it. and they said it correctly and they said it correctly but her caption originally was like oh I love the interviewer who was like the black woman who was originally talking about the outfit and then it said like what was up with that face Juliana Rancic but she changed it yes she changed it afterwards and just put the other lady's name Elaine Welteroff yes thank you so much because mm-hmm. um, Juliana Rancid ranch dressing, whatever the f- I don't like her, but I, don't care I didn't her like either. her after the whole Zendaya shit. Yeah, she told Zendaya her dreads look musty or something. <laughs> she said she looked like she smelled like patchouli and, and oh, weed right. and patchouli. Oh, or right. Some she dumb was saying, but because Zendaya had the dreads, dreads. she was saying all that stuff. Oh, yeah, no, fuck her. And fuck then came her. back and tried to fake cry. Girl, we don't care. We womp, womp, don't womp. Care. Uh, she, was, she didn't look like. She was making a nasty face to me. She just looked stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, she just looked confused. Like, black people are saints. <laughs> she just looks like an idiot to me. What but, a wreck. <laughs> um, yes, Lena Waithe, I loved. So good. I loved Zendaya. Of mm-hmm. course, Rihanna. Of course. Um, who else do I love? Who else do I love? Mm. I, will, I will. Cardi B. Cardi oh, B's yes. dress was gorgeous. Cardi B's was great. Issa looked we'll get really to her beautiful. In a Issa looked great, and I love. First of all, Queen, but like I loved watching her like pre Met Gala glam preparation. Oh, her Vogue video. Yes. Oh, it was so cute. And discussing like the inspiration behind it and Catholicism being mm-hmm. white and. <laughs> I just everything I was like, about oh, her. It's, it's true. It's and you know they were like in their feelings, although they were wrong. I mean, oh well, it is what it is. Um, but uh, who else did I really like? I will come out of my petty and say that I thought Rita Ora looked cute. 
Um, Don't know who yeah. that just heard of her is. Um, looking her up right now, though. Uh, I'm trying to <clears throat> Cassie. Cassie looks good in fucking everything. Yeah, and I got all bag. times. That's true. Um. Well, now I'm googling it. Oh God! Because I don't remember. Love. Sarah Jessica Parker. Man, Rihanna looked. Um, uh, I know where he said her, but goddamn. Yeah. I mean, she ate. I mean, period. oh my God, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, nigga, with the gold in the hair too. Black Jesus. Oh my God, yes, one of the very few men who nailed it. Yeah, a lot of them niggas showed up looking like I don't know what the fuck. They don't be trying. Like they wear a suit and then like a bro. Michael B. Jordan literally just put a cross on his suit. Yeah, like. like- <laughs> I was like, come on, nigga. Even the Migos put forth more of an effort than that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Puffy's son. Is it Christian? Christian. Loved that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm forgetting loads of them. Yeah, this was a few days ago, and I don't, I'm not a fashion type person anyway, so I just looked on Instagram and then moved on with my... Oh, here's the picture of Rita Ora. Oh, that is lovely. Yeah, oh, Katy Perry. I like the wings. I did enjoy Katy Perry. Somebody said a joke about that outfit that I thought was funny, but I'm mad I can't remember it. Um, and there was another white woman I a white woman I enjoyed, but maybe it was Blake Lively, although I don't like her. What really? I just find her to be boring, and I never liked Serena Van. Oh, Kate Bosworth, that was a beautiful dress. My oh, goodness. Cara Delevingne. I didn't know who the fuck she was until somebody put a caption under one of her pictures. Uh, but I loved it. I want it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, ooh, Alec Weck. Always looks amazing. I loved Beyonce's look. <laughs> yes. The Holy she was Trinity. Sickening. <laughs> so good. Um I really feel like if I didn't say your name at this moment, I don't. I mean <sighs> Lots of people looked like you know who I didn't like? Let's talk about the dresses I didn't like. Okay. Uh Kim Kardashian. Did not care for regular it. Regular dress. You wear that all of the time. <laughs> Did not care for it. Carrie Washington. Looked like a praise dancer. Didn't see it. I saw so many memes of her photoshopped as a praise dancer. Many. <laughs> and I was like, many. it's accurate, actually. Um I'm looking. Those are the two that I really just remember right off the top. I did not like. I and mean, every other dress that's like, I hate when when people come to men and women, when mm-hmm. they come to the Met Gala, especially if you're like a big celebrity in just like a regular evening gown right. or cocktail dress or suit. Like it's a costume ball. Right. Like you're supposed to do big ridiculous mm-hmm. it's supposed to be over the top and if tiny people like Zendaya can carry Zendaya pat, like, kills it t- every every, every just my god she looks like like if if Khaleesi had a Dora Milaje like she would be the <laughs> yes just wow I loved Ooh, Priyanka Chopra. Uh, love her. My God. What a beaut. Wow, she nigga. Is fine. Wow. This dress, though. Holy shit. Oh, Janelle Monet. How could I forget? Oh, yes. Janelle Monet and Tessa Thompson both age. Oh, here's Lana Del Rey. What is that? I didn't see what her. Is she that? was there. Ye- I had to make sure it was her. Yeah, that is her. 
What is that blue bird thing on her head? A lot of the dresses, people had to explain how it related to Catholicism, and then I was like, oh, I get well, it. I mean, I'm not Catholic, so but you I, had to explain Right, I didn't get... Uh, Jennifer Lopez always looks good, though. I mean, she can't look bad. Cardi was really adorable. She was adorable. Let's talk about Cardi B. Okay. Some drama surrounding her Met Gala, of course. Because what? drama oh, seems to Oh, right, of course. She and Satan. <laughs> um, And that's not even... She dressed up as Satan. She said it herself. Right. Nicki Minaj showed up in uh, Oscar de la Renta, like a big red dress. I thought it was pretty. It didn't really... Oh, there are little crosses on her headpiece. Yeah, the headpiece really it. sells it for me. I get uh, it. I thought it was pretty. I didn't think it was a bad dress. It looks way better than her last... I would have liked it more in, in the darker red than that super bright red. But again, fashion and me don't know anything <laughs> about each other. So. I thought that it was pretty. <laughs> but she kept telling everybody, like, the inspiration behind it was that she's the bad guy. She's the devil. <sighs> she could have. She could cut out that bad guy bullshit. I just girl. don't. We still... You haven't addressed that Chun Lee wasn't even a villain. So what are you talking about? I wanted to let bitches know the bad guy was here. Wink, wink. Uh, meanwhile, uh, it's so funny. Okay. It's so funny because her dress is red and Cardi's is like like a off white. Like Cardi kind of looks angelic and then she looks like this. It's funny. Oh yeah, anyway, it's true. Cardi uh, was by Jeremy Scott, who was like her. <laughs> Wore the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just the male version of what she had on. You know how like a lot of them are like their designer's date or whatever? Yeah. So they get invited on behalf of the designer. Right. Yeah. So she was there, I guess, on behalf of Jeremy Scott. Um, and at one point during an interview with Vogue on the carpet, Jeremy said something about, um, you know, they want us to let everyone know that a new queen is in town or some shit like oh, that. Oh, hell. Why would y'all say that? Um <laughs> Cardi B and a human are both photographed inside of the Megala, speaking to uh, one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so people, I guess, were trying to assume. Cardi even had an interview with Howard Stern afterwards saying they spoke. What? And, you know, she definitely felt some kind of way earlier, and Nikki felt some kind of way, and whatever, they're putting it behind them, some shit like that. Very vague, very, like, I don't even really want to talk about this, as Cardi usually is, mm-hmm. as far as this whole thing goes. Nikki, on the other hand, was having a great time, all smiles. She said her <laughs> album comes out June 15th. It is called Queen. And um, I'm just glad it doesn't have the word pink in it. Okay. Yep. We're I'll take moving it. forward. Scroth. Um I am actually uh, very much anticipating listening to this. Me too. Because I really hope it's good. I hope that that Chun Li and Barbie Tings are not on it. Mm-hmm. I hope she does like Massive Attack, and it's like, ooh, bad, bad like, idea. Like this, this was to talk about. It's time we're to, just talking about the this. album. Yep. <laughs> I'm just gonna take Home that Body off. of Work. I wasn't even on there. <laughs> I just put them on there as like deluxe edition mm, tracks. Yes. Like just nobody tack even it on really at cares the end. about that like, oh, girl, it doesn't matter. Um, but yes, I'm excited to actually hear it because Nikki, you know, music. Um, and it looked like Nikki was touching Cardi's stomach, like. Oh, woo-woo, baby in there. It looked like they were having, like, a little chit-chat, which I can't... Just from a a photo, I can't tell how much sincerity was involved. Uh, Cardi did, like, uh, a comment on Instagram from someone who said, Cardi looking like, I accept your apology, but I still don't fuck with you. 
And that's valid as well. Sure. I just think it's great for them to go ahead and squash whatever shit they had going on in between them. 100% sure that the source of the mess was a man. So I'm very much, <laughs> I'm just sure of it. So I am really happy to see the two of them talking and hopefully it's no more of this petty back and forth. Because who even she, cares? Like, like there's space for more than one or two or five or ten rap girls. Bunch y'all. There's and frankly, plenty of y'all that would, can be out here. I would love winning. the focus to come more around lots of those other girls mm-hmm. because I get bored with y'all. And it's not that there's anything wrong with y'all. It's just that there are so many other women who have things to offer. Mm-hmm. Just like there are so many men out here who have things to offer and plenty who don't. But <laughs> all of them seem to have platforms and they rolling loud in Miami together next week. So. Ooh, and I can't wait. I just don't. Yeah. You know, it, it at least if they could leave each other alone and no shade and fans and media not hyping things up mm-hmm. and we can instead get more collaborations, they don't have to collaborate with one another. I would just like to see them collaborate with other women and just let's have an all new day. It's Amen. not going to happen, but whatever. Well, the, but it, that would be ideal for them to just for it to not be any more of this dumb shit. And I mean, it makes sense to like be bored when your only options for mainstream, like popular female rappers is Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Like there is nobody else. So it's like, why? <laughs> it's it's not like saying there's something wrong with Nicki's music or something wrong with Cardi's music. It's saying like there should be options. I should have 10,000 female rappers to scroll through the same way I do with these regular dusty ass niggas. Little every goddamn body. And not just like a single or a remix or whatever right. because labels are struggling to put out their fucking album because right. y'all are paying them. Like full bodies of yes. work. They get the promotions and the budgets mm-hmm. and everything that they fucking They're at deserve. the festivals and all that shit. I want to see that shit. And not Bahad Bahabi. <laughs> I actually will not. Who made me investigate that child? It was you. It It wasn't me. I never talk about that child. (laughs) So many of the conversations where I'm like, whose fault is it that I ended up looking this up? That little girl is like legit famous. Like people. Let's calm down. People really care about her. Mm. (laughs) Her Instagram says that people give a fuck. She's She's an internet phenomenon. Okay. And 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 that is kind. But didn't Billboard put her didn't Billboard because give her streaming some kind of... counts to a whole bunch of other shit and of course loads Trish, of people are going to go on Trish. YouTube and on on iTunes and stream your stuff not buy but stream mm-hmm. because we are blown away that there is a 15-year-old little <laughs> white girl who is really out here not only rapping but rapping and being co-signed by people with melanin in their bodies. Yeah, I'm not doing that with Bahad Bahabi. I just don't see it for Bahad. <laughs> oh, no. She's wretched. <laughs> I could not believe Alex I was like, you mean that little badass girl who was on Dr. Phil? You mean Bahad. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, Matt Gala. It was it was perfectly she nice, I'm sure. Boot camp or job corps or She's like 16, 17 years old now. What a mess. She, I don't even think she, I think she's 15. Oh God, you're right. Because it was only a couple years ago that she was on Dr. Phil and she was 13. She, and said she was bad as shit. On a song. <laughs> she dissed um. Iggy Azalea on a song, which... I'm interested. I'm listening. Like, <laughs> I don't remember how it goes because I barely paid attention to it. But I listened to it because there are like three... It's a remix to some other song. And there are like three black rappers on there. And so their parts just sound like whatever rap trap shit you hear today. Mm-hmm. But then she has this verse and I just heard her say something like, 
don't compare me to Iggy. And she's like, that old hoe is washed. I'm like, Iggy, Child, is, is Iggy 30? Iggy Azalea walked so you could run. <laughs> what do you even mean? There would be no you without her. She opened the door for mediocre white women in rap to come through and have a moment. Girl, what? Bitch, you better pay homage to your ancestors. <laughs> Nikki, <laughs> Nikki, Iggy ought to tweet her and be like, show some respect, <laughs> stupid bitch. She needs to know an interview and be like, really hurt my feelings. I paved the way, you dummy. <laughs> I just don't understand Ugh, why I can't get my clout. Right. Um. Well, some more drama for Cardi B. Apparently at an after party or somewhere outside, uh, a fan asked, fan in quotation marks, asked for an autograph, was denied because people don't have to do everything that you want whenever you want. Um, and Cardi was probably tired. She is pregnant. She probably just wanted to go and have some chips mm-hmm. and take her shoes off. Even if she wasn't and she just didn't want to sign autographs or take pictures. All reasonable. Then that's also fine. Um, this fan decided that that just wasn't, you know, good enough. I know. Um, and decided to make a spectacle of himself with a whole bunch of extras talking about, oh, really? Over a photograph? Like, you really like, I just wanted a picture, like, loud, making it a whole thing. And at one point, Offset, I'm like a thousand percent sure that this was Offset. It kind of like came up to him and said, shut the fuck up before I beat your ass or something <laughs> like that. Aww. And then he got into the car. Oh, man. And the, <laughs> the guy is still hollering like, you know, you better like. I want you to. I'll take all. I'll take your money from you. That's oh, true. You better invest. Duh. You better like, not clearly. touch him. <laughs> you better invest and do more with your money than buying jewelry and da da da. Just going this off. This nigga's making, a financial planner now. What? Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Like you're intentionally antagonizing them so that they will do something to you so that you can see. Right. Them. This is yes. not new. It, like it's just late. Right. Like you really want to be that guy? Like this is very tired. Are you are you really doing this? Like I know the economy is shit. I don't know the race of this person, but I know it's not easy for many of us to get jobs. But you can try more than you can just go out and try to get rich people to punch you. Um, the thing is that the rich people themselves did not punch him. Mm-hmm. Friends of the rich people jumped him. Love it. Um, right outside, I think in the background you can hear Cardi yelling "stop" and telling them to get in the car. <laughs> After they stomped a few additional mud holes into this person, they hopped in and drove off. So on one end, I'm kind of like, damn, Cardi, like, you don't need all of that drama around you. You need people to just be like, woo fuck it. People are going to fuck with you because you're mm-hmm. famous and you got money now. Look at your old management suing you for $10 million right. and all of this other shit. Like, fuck it. Let's just leave. Fuck him. This is what he wants. On the other hand, I kind of feel like that person needed for somebody to check him for being so extra. Maybe not to get jumped. You know what I I'm usually saying? feel that way, though. When people are like feeling entitled and want to demand something of celebrities. It's, it's just like, not right. You but- need, you really need an attitude adjustment and like a trip back to reality. Nobody owes you anything. If you are that mad about it, stop supporting whatever it is they do. You could be mad. Like I might even say you can't be mad. You could be in your feelings because you want to take a, part, a picture of Cardi B and she didn't want to take a picture with you or whatever. But to like continuously be antagonizing them and judging them and calling them niggas and da 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 and all of this stuff. Right. Like saying crazy shit shit to this and, woman. And asking them to come and fight you. Well, okay. You know, like, <laughs> and that holds up in court. I don't know what you can do. Right. Well, bitch, but, none of the billion... None, okay, so sorry. Clearly didn't mean billionaires. None of the millionaires involved yeah. are going to be coming over here and laying a finger on you. It's gonna be the crew, the real niggas who came... Honestly, they stay ready. They came out to have a good time. They don't mind beating your ass if they need that's to. That's how it works. Right. And so... I mean, I'm I'm never going to be an ad 
rarely am I an advocate for violence, <laughs> but sometimes y'all literally be asking for it. As I've said, people say violence is not the answer, and that may be true, but, you, but it but certainly gets your point across. It can be, though. Like, quite frequently, violence answers the question. It it's solves the problem. kind of like, <laughs> at least if you didn't understand, now you do. Now you do. Um... More at 11. Next. <clears throat> what? I don't know. Okay. Um, last week in an interview with Vogue, Rihanna talked about several things, including being a bad bitch, um, having a sickening sold out makeup line, selling bras and panties and mm-hmm. bustiers, which. Going on sale very soon. <sighs> I'm going to buy some. Not for me, but just because. How dare Rihanna sell panties? Like, it just is perfect. (laughs) So if you have a relationship with me, regardless of gender, and you just want some panties, and you're like, hey, what about them Riri panties? Like, this is my size, or this is my bra cup, or however that works. I would like to buy (laughs) some for y'all. Just because I want to support Rihanna in what I believe is a fantastic and smart and on-brand business venture. Oh, wow. Her stuff goes up. I was just about to say, I'm not buying nothing because I can't fit it, but it goes up to 3X. Yeah. And nothing is more than $100. Really? Bitch. Oh, oh yes. Oh, she got Savage X Fenty handcuffs. Of course she yes. does. Oh, well, I can buy those. Oh, oh okay. Well, I now knew Rihanna would come through with some, with some accessories that I can use. Yeah. No, she... Damn. 90 different styles. Lingerie, sleepwear, and accessories. Let me Google Savage T-shirt, Fenty. bras, underwear. Okay. You know what? Ooh, the Black Widow collection. Risque and ultra sexy. (laughs) Cupless bodysuits. Yes. Get your porn star on. Open back bikini bottles. You guys is going to be acting a fucking fool this summer, and I cannot wait. Oh, God. Instagram is going to be destroyed. It is. (laughs) You know what? And I'm going to be in the number. At first, I was like, well, I'm not even going to get this. But now, bitch, please. What? Let me sign up. Um, also in her interview, Rihanna discussed um, her lack of a relationship with Drake. Uh, she admitted that uh, waiting through the speech when she received her MTV Video Vanguard Award at, I think it was 2016 VMAs? Yes. That, yes. Because I was, was I at that one? No, I wasn't at that one. Yes, I would. I don't remember. Whenever that shit happened. Okay. Uh, Drake presented her with an award and said, I've been in love with this woman since I was 22, and she's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And All rolled her eyes at that. Her pussy juice could cure unicorn wounds. So delicious. And she's just the greatest thing ever, and I love her so much, and I would propose to her right now, but I don't have a ring. Whatever. I was just right. like, whatever. It's Drake. The extraness. Um, and she responded with a dab, and they took her award and left. Um, I'll never get over that. It was so good. And it was like so transparent too. Because we were all like, Rihanna is not into this. And she right. wasn't. She was like rolling her eyes. She had her lips pursed like this, nigga. What are you doing? <laughs> and then damned on his ass. How could you not love it? She said waiting through that speech was probably the most uncomfortable part of the awards. That is. I don't like too many uh, compliments. I don't like to be put on blast. Um, and when asked about their friendship... She said, we don't have a friendship now, but we're not enemies. We're not enemies either. It is what it is. 
um, I have read that she is still in some form of a relationship connection with her billionaire. I don't know if he's a billionaire. Ultra rich. Somebody very wealthy. That, seen, that same man we saw her with in yes, that the makeout man yes and they were like in a pool or something I'm together into it. well he's fine I love it yes I love it for her it just seems right again Rihanna is making the choices mm-hmm. period I'm yeah right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Rihanna is making the okay decisions. that was alright and that is a complete thought okay. she just no I feel like Rihanna I cannot entirely pinpoint when maybe really rated R but it's just been a while that Rihanna has been like, I am Rihanna. Mm-hmm. This is who I am. And I'm going to walk in my puss. <laughs> and she's just, and I feel like ever since then, she has just she's been, just been strolling making the in choices. Puss. Yeah, she really has. And she, I love it. Yeah, she just continues to get better and better. Personally, I love the 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 savage nature of this interview like and not even like trying to be hurtful but just like here are the facts and they are hurtful being nice for what <laughs> you know embodying nice for what which is a song that I do still love I do consider it's it a one great of my record. personal anthems it's fantastic but Rihanna really took nice for what to another level every time I think of it now I think I want to be the type of bitch who does niggas like Rihanna did Drake I really do like I aspire to that level of not giving a fuck about nobody else's feelings if I'm not there right now and I feel pretty confident I mean that I feel I am, pretty good about you know my level of just dis- casual disrespect to these niggas but I could do so much better I could as well I could I'm I nice. could step it up I I'm could, nice to a degree yeah and I could I could I could let that go I could be free of all of it <laughs> You know, I'm on the fence sometimes. I feel inspired to just be like, you know what? No, actually, fuck your feelings. Whereas Rihanna is just kind of like, I do what I want. And this nigga who I'm with right now, if I want to rain down fiery hell on him tomorrow, I'll do that. Because I'm Rihanna and I can do what I want Mm -hmm. and have what I want. Because I am Rihanna. And I'm taking a lot of personal time lately. And I guess I never just never met anybody who made me want to do that before. Wow. So... All the rest of you niggas can. She said that. You should go clutch, clutch your chest and cry in the corner because she meant that shit. What a scrotum smash. God, how do you not love her? I Seriously. Love it. Like all summer long, I feel like I will be looking up to Rihanna and trying to follow in her footsteps. Well, since then, Drake hasn't followed Rihanna on the gram. Oh. Which I still don't know how y'all like. How do you do you go and check? I know that Instagram has made it like a lot easier for us to be in each other's <laughs> business and see who's doing what and talking about what and liking what and double tapping this but like i never click on that tab i don't there's like an activity tab on instagram that tells you what your friends liked and oh like, i never look i never i have to remember like oh you can click over on that and see what other people are but i, I don't never look care at what and i don't think like. it tells you when you unfollow someone i think that you have would have yeah, to like actually go you have and to go check. look or you have to be running some kind of bot or some kind of program that tells you and then like if i went to drake's page and i looked and i saw he didn't follow rihanna anymore i would have to like because i don't no, if and when he did, like I don't, I don't, I don't know how y'all figure this out. Is there a, an app? Uh, is there like a third party? Are y'all just bot? bored? I don't get it. Maybe it's Perhaps. both. But you know, feelings. Um, I'm sure that Drake has got you know um, champagne and spritzers and 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 ass on deck to get him through. Yeah, he'll be fine. Every, everybody will be fine. Yeah, he can go cuddle with his new baby and and soothe his heart. I 
I'm going to have to get, he's going to have to confirm that. I'm not buying it. Okay. I do very much believe it. I won't be surprised mm-hmm. if Drake one day walks out with a three-year-old on stage. <laughs> like, this is, is young like, OVO. This is... <laughs> <laughs> this you, is OVO Overton. This is my son, Graham Aubrey. <laughs> I'm sorry, I took myself out. <laughs> I could see him naming the baby Dwayne after Lil Wayne or something. Oh, that's a little creepy. Or like... Just a little bit, though. Not really. Or Aaliyah. You know what? Drake would give his baby boy a name like Aaliyah. (laughs) I believe that also. Probably a middle name. (laughs) We're just gonna... So you never forget the greats. Ugh. I believe it. I just do. Toronto, Aaliyah, Graham. No. mm, Toronto, No. The, the child's name is not Toronto. Woo, shout out to his baby mama, man. I know she's somewhere not giving a fuck about nothing. Woo, must I be would. nice. God damn, it must be nice. Um, uh, meanwhile, Rihanna's panties come out in one day, four hours, yep. seven minutes, so and 40 back to what matters. five seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, and you should go and grab you some. Let me look at the... You know what? Yes, I am registered. And I'll be in in touch. And oh, okay. I was about to say, I haven't seen it on anybody but Rihanna. Like, I'd only seen her model it, but they do have different girls modeling the stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll see. Come on with the nude, like black girl nude shades and shit. Ugh. Okay. Y'all are going to show out. And honestly, I'm not prepared, but also excited. You hoes is going to be a sweetie <laughs> next week. With your brand new Savage no, Fenty. Rihanna, don't ship it by next week. We don't <laughs> oh, have, it's coming by next Nobody's week. getting it in time for Sweetie. Please, Rihanna. <laughs> no, they Rihanna, are. Ship no, them. they are. Ship them after. Y'all better. I'm not prepared for that. Okay, she do have a couple of chunky Y'all girls. will. All right. Y'all okay. will have an impromptu Savage Fenty fashion show. It's gonna nobody, happen. It's gonna happen. Nobody is sponsoring <laughs> or setting up. You're just gonna do it. Yeah, especially because she made it affordable. So yeah, it's definitely gonna happen. Rihanna is just the tits. She is. I love her. Go, girl. I'm so close to just like, I'm like right on that edge of just standing for just, Rihanna. It's just like it's not gonna navy. take. It's not gonna take much more for the me to be pen. like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. Fuck it. Um, DJ Khaled does not eat vagina. Okay. He this, says that he does not eat can, his wife's it can die. It can die and it can go um, away. It is not for him. He doesn't do that. I don't really remember why. But he believes that his, you know, as his wife, um, I can't remember her name, but she owes him sex, owes him oral sex. Because he is the king. But he didn't say oh. But he feels like women... She should praise. Should praise their king. Nicole. Nicole Tuck, right? That's it, Tuck. <laughs> yep. um, praise the king and... and I guess head is a part of that uh, praise. And that kings should praise their queens. And he praises her by being rich. Right. And taking care by of her. By paying for her family to live. <laughs> Which, again, I don't know how niggas, like, really don't realize. You know what? But again, every time I see Nicole and she's not cussing him out, she's got a big grin on her face. Right. They seem like, you know, <laughs> Assad was just taking a poolside photo shoot. Um, he was also seen he taking a photo shoot it. atop... <laughs> Uh, uh, a pony 
or a, a what is a, a, a young horse he was tickling a, a dolphin just a couple hours yeah. ago. Yeah, <laughs> so. he's living a full life, right? An equestrian, an aquatic um, king. Yep, he's a legend. Um, so if they like it, sure, I love it. I don't really need to know about um, DJ Khaled's oral sex life anyway, but Could've it is my just whole life. the whole all of it. Every every oh, waking moment, I really just, did not need not, that at all. I don't have to do that. And you know what? If Nicole. If Nicole is 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 cool with that setup and that agreement, more power to her. Right. And to everybody involved. It's a whole lot of y'all who would be very willing to suck dick and not get your pussy ate in return for having your whole life financed and your family's life financed as it's well. It's funny y'all who aren't getting orgasms your whole life. I mean, a lot of y'all are in the exact same situation with broke niggas and you still have to go to work every day. So... <laughs> It's just like, and you know, on the one hand, she's a grown ass woman and I'm not going to say what she should or should not accept because if somebody asks me right now, bitch, you'll never have to work again. I'm asking this for a little sloppy toppy six days a week. But I'm not going to do, I'm not going to reciprocate. You don't have to because I'm just going to go get it from somewhere else. Right. I'm just going to cheat on you. That's very simple. So you don't have to reciprocate. As long as my bills are paid, I don't really give a fuck. But right. it does seem very strange for a grown ass, like 42 year old man to be like, I don't eat pussy. Nigga, what? What are you talking about? How do like, you not? Like, that the way Charlamagne so... looked at him. <laughs> I mean, well, Charlamagne is. is but Charlamagne was just like, what? <laughs> Like what? If when Charlamagne is looking at you like you're crazy, you really have to reevaluate. I just feel like men saying they don't eat pussy that are heterosexual or bisexual or attracted to pussy in whatever way. It just feels like so like early to mid nineties and and right, right. Like men have graduated to having full on booty eating seminars, which is something I T-shirts. only ever thought I would hear gay men talk about <laughs> openly. I never ever in my life thought that I would see straight people talk about eating ass. Never. And now it's like celebrated. Yeah. You niggas have t-shirts and everything. Ev- so, actual merch. So, <laughs> so it just seems strange to me. Like, wow, you really don't eat pussy. It doesn't make sense. Like, are you are you 16? Do you think it's going to taste funny? I don't know. I don't know what his reason is behind it. And from what I saw, he didn't even give a reason. It didn't. It he just like, said, nah. I can't do that. Honestly, I don't do that. He looked very dead ass serious about it too. So I don't know if as it was just like happy, um, the hello. There you go. That's really as it. As long as the side is happy is what I should say. And is. <laughs> you know, that's that lady's life. A I would just, I'm sure nothing. she's cheating. What? I mean, if I were her, I don't I have a vagina. Be. I don't know what oral sex on one feels like. I'm imagining it's great. It's pretty good. So The clitoris has just as many nerve endings, if I'm not mistaken, as the penis. I would believe so. So it's just like there's lots of opportunities to have a good time down there. Right. If you know what you're doing and you are willing to do it. I would also be cheating on you. <laughs> I don't. I feel like that's fair. I do as well. I really do. So as long as she's happy, though. Um, well, that's about it for Hot Tops. God almighty, I thought you was gone. Never mind. I'm not going to bring it up because I don't want to talk about it. So, amen. Whatever it is, I probably don't want to talk about it either. Okay. I don't even know what it is. Let us take a break. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. 
If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right so we're back it's time for our listener letters it is send your questions to ask three to gmail.com we may just read them aloud on the show we have an update from the young woman whose uh ex-boyfriend uh posted that revenge porn of her on facebook oh my goodness <clears throat> so she emailed us back and you, said Emily. Oh, my God. It did just happen to Tierra Marie. Mm -hmm. What a mess. What is wrong with people? Uh, Niggas. So she said, thank you so much for reading my letter. I have filed a restraining order against him and he cannot contact me through text, social media, phone or smoke signal. Amen. I also filed criminal charges and told his mama and sisters about what he did. Thank you so much for your help. I also let go of a couple of friends who thought it was okay for him to do Mm. that. Thanks again, Jay. That actually made me cry a little bit. It's handled. When I first read it because it was like... That is so fucked up. And the fact that our raggedy ass has actually helped somebody to do something to like punish the nigga who truly deserves to be punished for what he did. It was like, oh, so I'm so glad that we said something that helped you, you know, get your shit together and and really punish this nigga for what he did to you. He truly does deserve. It is not okay for people to do that sort of thing in retaliation or for any reason. So if you don't have Amigos crew to jump a nigga. (laughs) <laughs> the next best thing. right so get the courts involved girl fuck that nigga yeah. all right so our first question this week comes from miss vanji <laughs> she said 
Miss Vanjie. You can already every guess what this is about. Time. Every I love that it's in every episode. It is in every episode. <laughs> what an icon. Miss Vanjie. Every time that Michelle does it and RuPaul like breaks down into mm-hmm. laughing fits, right. I just it's great. So we actually have two questions about drag race this week. This one from Miss Vanjie said, Tuh. She started off. I just know like where that. this is going. I will never be able to hear Blue Ivy as any voice other than Kid Fury's oh, Snatch God. Game was a mess. <laughs> it was. I feel like if Blue watched that, she would have been so disgusted and never in this world or the next would Beyonce talk to Blue Ivy that way, especially since we all know Blue runs that house. True. Uh, wait, there's not a question in this. You were just reading everybody. Sorry, girl. So wow, the, okay. The person who had a question. Maybe that should have been in uh, past three. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the person who had a question was named China, and um, she said, I hated all the characters they decided to play in this season Snatch Game, and I was wondering who you two would choose to play if you were in Snatch Game. Love you guys. Thanks so much. A lot of people hit us up about Snatch Game and was like, can you please talk about the disrespect shown to Blue Ivy? <laughs> And Beyonce. I don't think it was disrespect. I just think that they didn't do a good job. There's a reason. I feel like trying to do Beyonce is just, you have to be so deliberate and you have to like really, really, you have to nail it. It's not like an improv. I mean, not that it's not improv or it can't be, but it's not like something that you're just going to put on your best Beyonce drag and right. then just roll with it. And like, Asia wasn't ready. She just was not. She was not ready to do Beyonce. And at if all. I remember, Beyonce was not her first choice, right. but her other one was also not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Cause she did like, who, who was the first one she said? I can't remember, but she tried to do like an impression of the the other person, oh, yeah. and RuPaul was like, "Okay, that's bad as well. When are you gonna start?" <laughs> like, so yeah, it was uh, honestly none of the black queens killed Snatch Game, and it was sad. No, I think Monet Maxine did Waters like an okay, bad. Maya Angelou. But thanks to God to be real. Thanks to God to be real. Y'all better shout out the original because without saying, Patty LaHill's material, that Maya Angelou would have been same. lacking. Thing. But you know what, girl? You do what you have to do to stay safe another day. And you are safe. <laughs> and you are safe. The rest of them girls. My name was tired of being in the bottom. And I feel it because I like her. Maxine Waters didn't know no lines other than reclaiming my time. It's just like, girl, I'm like, I actually cried real tears when Monique left because I love That was sad. Monique. That was, yeah, I was sad to see Monique go. But girl, <sighs> how do you not know your words? How? How do you not know the word? Like, she said that she spent so much time yeah, trying to make outfit. outfits and yeah. stuff because she didn't have drag to bring with her that she didn't have time to, to And that makes sense. Word. That makes sense. But like, it is... I was so sad. So, so sad. Yeah, that was... It was it hurt. Um. Oh, so yeah. If, if I had to do Snatch Game, who... Mm, I feel Aquarius like, Melania, by the way, was good. It was. Melania was good. And I was shocked because I didn't expect Eureka's her to be Eureka's racist ass and that uh, Honey Boo Boo was excellent. But typical. Like, of course you oh can play God. like a country, a country little girl that's fat. Right. Like, you're a fat country girl. <laughs> like, but it was really well done. It was. Like, I'm not hating. <laughs> right. It was really, really right. good. The but jokes were funny. But the Vixen was funny. so mad. Pissed. Vixen was she don't so like her. pissed. That I'm, and I'm like, girl, you cannot like her, but your reason for this is a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. Because if Eureka was not there, you still would have been in the bottom. Right. You didn't do well. You weren't bad because Eureka stole all your shine. Not that at was all. not why you fucked up. If anybody was stepping over you in that, it was Asia, and you should have, you actually could have sat before and 
thought of jokes and ways to play off of each other because you're playing mother and child. Right. Instead but, of that, well, I'll be Beyonce, you can be Blue Ivy, or I'm Blue Ivy, you can be B, and we'll just play off each other. And y'all were like, bet. And that was it. Like, was no, that's it. not. Like, you have to work on it. <laughs> oh. Um, I don't know who I would play. Yeah, I'm thinking about it, but I, I don't, don't know if I'm good at impressions. Maybe I would be the lady in, in Medea's family reunion who says you don't win. Maybe I would just do that whole scene. <laughs> you know what? Amen. Although I, I feel like not everybody is going to know exactly what you right, mean. Well, I mean, I don't, I can't. Who I mean, that I one white queen of? picked some white woman I've never really heard of, and it was fine. Oh, Miss Cracker picked, I can't remember her name. But once she explained, like, this woman was just, like, dragging everybody, but in a very calm, but, like, rude way. Yeah. And then she just embodied that same attitude towards all of her responses. I was like, okay, I guess this makes sense. Like, there's a way to to do characters that the audience doesn't know without it being trash. Unlike that Blue Ivy, it was trash. But if you don't know that you're going to, like, kill it, and this is just, like, something that, you, like, you've done before, and people who didn't know it, like, you brought the house down with it. Like, if you don't know that you're going to kill it, maybe you'll do well, and you'll be safe. Mm-hmm. But maybe were you trying to be safe, or are you trying to be... Maybe that's the best that she could. I don't know. I mean, I would rather be safe through every episode up until the very fucking end and then be able to turn it out at the end. True. Then win challenge after challenge and go home randomly in week five or and six. And she did end up safe. But I don't remember it. <laughs> I'm um, trying to think. Yeah. I don't know if I can if I can think of somebody that I could really I do. I don't know who I like. Am good at impersonating. The, my problem is that I don't do accents very well. Same. I don't do voices very well. Same. I can only do like very country. Pe- I could do like a Britney Spears. I could do a, a Britney Spears. You could do a Britney. Oh, but then I think about Cheska Lee's Britney Spears, and mine right. is nowhere near that good. That's the same way. Like if I was asked to do Beyonce. I would be like, unless I'm Jay Nova or Scott Townsend, right. I'm not doing it. <laughs> They're literally the only people who I know who can do funny-ass Beyonce impersonations. Right, because I, right, I can't do the voice. Beyonce has that deeper voice. And, and there's so much more Texas you could bring cadence, to it. Right. But like, It helps a lot to be able to mimic that person's a voice. Lot. Anybody right. that you're impersonating, obviously. I would be so bad at Snatch Game, girl. Y'all I would, would be suck. talking about me just the way y'all was talking about Asia and, uh, Honestly. and Vixen. Y'all would be talking about me the same way. I would probably way, be so. in the bottom. But, I mean, if I probably would have done Blue Ivy. But your Blue Ivy would not have been that train wreck. <laughs> it would not have been that trash. I could have probably done it. When Blue we Ivy. do Blue Ivy, it's very much this is a toddler who was born into extreme wealth and badass bitchness. She done. doesn't know anything else. You don't have, you can stop. So she's not, she's not responding to things like a typical four or five year old child would. Like you. You can't. You have to play up the extraness of Blue Ivy because of who she is. It was so like, and then and then for Vixen to be like upset with Eureka because she felt like Eureka was stealing and that stuff. Was and so like, that much. was just like you don't Girl, like Eureka, and it so is what it much. is. Okay, fine. But like, even in the ways that she tried to like play off of Eureka, you have the perfect opportunity because you're sitting next to a little girl that's basically like from a family of trailer trash, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Versus you, who's a little black girl who comes from like two of the wealthiest niggas on earth. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have been less like, 
like nasty about it, more like judgmental and like mm-hmm. looking at her like really right. like peculiar. Like I've never, you know, right. It was just like they were both trying to like be mean or like it just did not work to me. Right. Whereas like Blue Ivy's funny to me is like in the fact that she clearly knows that she's Blue Ivy and that Superior. her parents are a huge deal. Right. And like even her, she tells her parents to pipe down. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I just. But you could do the it. best Blue Ivy, and then here go Asia being some crazy, hollering ass maniac Beyonce. Well, that's her fault. <laughs> like, the Snatch Game is everybody for themselves. Yeah. And y'all, you can't blame somebody else. Yeah, it was just bad. The, honestly, overall, the Snatch Game was terrible. There were very few standouts. You know, Aquaria nailed that Melania. Yeah, Eureka and her honey boo boo. I'm trying to think of who else. That was kind of the white girls. Who else was even there? Yeah, that just uh, but you know. Anyway, so I think that's yeah. I think that's it for us. And any any other thoughts on Drag Race before we move on? No, I'm ready for the season to be done. What really? I'm yeah, loving it. It's just that's not. I am loving it. The season has just been so dramatic, and I feel like the girls. I don't even know who I live for now. Oh, because Monique is gone? I mean, I didn't... I'm not going to lie. I didn't know that I think that... I I didn't see Monique going home this early. Yeah. I'm not sure that I saw Monique winning, but mm-hmm. I didn't see her going home this early. And I honestly feel like had she known the words, it could have been Would have been very outcome. different, right. But the fact that you did As soon as it started, and she was over there doing her watermelon cantaloupe fake lip syncing thing, I said, I oh, like, oh, no. Fuck. God so the Vixen has won by default, and now she's going to come back next week, and every last one of you who said that she like, needed to go you, home, it's going to be nothing but attitude. How, did, how are you mad at all of those people? How did you watch that video of, I think, her mom or somebody like yeah. that, and, like, cried, and everybody is trying to, like, be like, see, like, we're here for you, and she's like, fuck, fuck all y'all. y'all, and I'm never, I'm not going home. <laughs> I'm going to come back just to piss y'all off next week. She honestly, like, Vixen, to me, like, seems like one of those types of people who's, like, constantly had to fight, like, physically mm-hmm. fight. Mm-hmm. throughout life to defend themselves like beat up people yes. she seems like she's dealing with so all that guard is always up always up like anybody who look at her direction the wrong way could get hands yep. and it's like girl at the end of the day like don't set your don't sabotage yourself right right exactly but I thought it was very pointed that the VH1 producers kept showing her with her headphones in mm-hmm. going over the words yeah. and then here go Monique on the couch gossiping with everybody, everybody else it's like girl you why don't you go put that song on repeat knowing you don't know you know you don't know the words so like cramming girl something something it was just it was too bad but oh well all right moving forward um this question comes from chris who says i recently moved from atlanta to texas yay well i don't know i said both of those places are left (laughs) while upgrading my iphone i met this dude okay so here's some here is some context the 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 subject line of the email says, should I enter this poly relationship, a top, a verse, and a bottom? <sighs> so instead of saying top, okay, verse, and bottom. one or two of y'all are lying. I'm going to call them Thomas, Vincent, and Benjamin. That way we don't get it mixed up. So I, mis- I recently moved to ATL from Texas. And while <sighs> upgrading my phone, I met this dude, Benjamin. We exchanged Instagram information. Talked that later. Talked later that night, and then exchanged numbers. <laughs> okay. Just like just, that. Okay. Via Instagram, y'all do this. Why didn't y'all? Why didn't Thank you? Thank you. Why, why didn't, didn't you just? just oh, whatever. He did not ask for. I did not ask for his number because dude had on a promise ring and told me he was in a relationship. 
So you gave out Instagrams instead. Sure. This this is what the young people are doing. But I don't. Benjamin told me that his boyfriend, Thomas, is interested in me and would love for us all to hang out. So one night as we were talking, I jokingly (sighs) said to him, the bottom, Benjamin, that I wanted to turn him and his boyfriend out. And he told me to come over now and prove it. So me being mannish. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm lost. So I think the boyfriend, the The bottom and the top is, is, is the bottom. The one he met is the bottom. Mm -hmm. Is he Thomas or is he Vincent? Thomas is the top boyfriend. He's Vincent the verse. So he's Vincent. Yes. And he met Ben Mm -hmm. and Thomas is at home. Thomas is Ben's boyfriend. I'm back. Okay. But I think they have an open relationship or they swing often because he was like, like my boyfriend thinks you're fine. That sounds right. No judgment. We set a time for me to come over that night. I made a stiff crown vanilla and Coke. (laughs) A stiff one, huh? Crown vanilla? Crown comes in vanilla? It does, and it's not good. Why don't you just mix crown with vanilla Coke? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Maybe not everyone has access. And went to be a hoe. When I arrived, I sat and talked with the boyfriend, where we found a couple of interested... I don't know what that means. I sat and talked with the boyfriend and then we headed to the room. I ended up getting fully turned out and enjoyed every damn minute to the point that I would recommend everyone experiencing something of this nature. Wait, but I don't. How did you get turned out? I think he got turned out in a threesome kind of way in a. Oh, so you were. Oh, right. He's moving. So he's what he's saying is that I've been or he moves. He continues and says, I've been dating some other guys as well as this couple. And I'm just not sure besides the sexual aspect, if this is the direction I should take, like maybe joining them in their poly sexual. I don't know what you would call it. I don't know what the like yeah. PC term for this is. I just don't want to be known as the wholesome Texas boy. What's wrong with that? I don't know either. If you were in my... This email is kind of... Y'all don't reread your emails for shit. But if you guys were in my loafers, which pros and cons could you see in this situation? Thanks, Chris. P.S. You can use my real name because there are so many gay Chris's from Texas. True. So, Chris, I think... I think... Obviously, if you've met people that you have a an intense sexual connection with, then that's obviously a pro. Yeah, uh, great sex is underrated. Wouldn't know. Um, okay. <laughs> like, um, you know what? Actually, I'm going to tell my business. But um, th- I'm trying to think of another pro to this situation other than good sex. It doesn't. See, here's the thing. I can say from previous experience, just life experience, that this is almost certainly going to turn messy and be a fucking wreck. Well, sooner or later. But it doesn't have to be. I'm familiar with guy gays that have like, like a life partner, and and they both and they both have a boyfriend, or like they are like a married couple that has a boyfriend, and I don't get it because I've never had that experience or I won't say that I've never had the desire to it's just never been something that is like crossed my path or I've ever thought of I'm not even committing myself to one of you niggas much less thinking about two you know I just I don't I haven't graduated to that space yet maybe later Mm -hmm. Um, and from uh, the 
examples that I've seen of that, it seems that everybody's having a great time and it it can work for some people. Right. I think that everybody probably just needs to be very, very honest. It seems like uh, Thomas and Benjamin are having... Um, they seem to both be on the same page in terms of right. what kind of stuff they like in the bedroom. That's good. If they want it to be like an official thing where it's the three of y'all or whatever, then I'm not going to say don't do it. But I think that you just kind of have to know what you what you are willing to do and what you're not willing to do. Like I just I don't really know the um the ins and outs on how that kind of thing is because, again, it's never been a situation for me. What I would do if I was presented with this opportunity, I would... um, Yes, opportunity. (laughs) You know, I would probably do a lot of research on uh, polyamorous relationships. I feel like I said that right. And, um, you you know, I'd watch YouTube videos and just... I would. Like, I would, like... (laughs) Can YouTube teach you how to do this? It probably can. I would. There are probably loads of people who are in poly relationships oh that have they like are. they vlogs. have channels. Of course they do. Duh. I would like watch and just kind of get various, um, you know, like pull from different experiences from all over the web and just see how people who not only people who are in poly were ambas- polyamorous relationships now but people who have been Mm -hmm. um, and just kind of see how people have felt about it because I've never done anything like that before so if you're some if I think that if you're like strongly considering it I would try to either talk to or do research or both on how people feel about it that have experienced it so you can kind of maybe assess what you might be getting yourself into before you just go in completely blind and don't know what's going on. Because mm-hmm. great sex is great. You can have threesomes with loads of people. Right. You, you don't have to commit yourself to a three-way relationship just because the sex is good. You could just keep having threesomes. Right. I'm going to just let you have all of that because I feel like I have no... <laughs> I mean, you, I have you ever been in a poly relationship? No. Except, right. I barely so I don't know. am in non-monogamy. I'm barely in whatever they're called when it's just two people <laughs> relationships. So. I'm trying to get to like, I, you know, you may stay. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can stay I still, it's been over a year since I've even let a nigga in my apartment. So... <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I dead ass do not even let niggas in my apartment. Even (laughs) Jesus texting me. I'm just not the one. I'm really not. So And it's not even like here's the thing. I'm all for it. I would like to date. I have like like little to no love life. If Mm -hmm. I do, I am not aware of it. Yeah, no. So like it's not as popping as it should be, but you know. I'm not out here like that. And it's not that I have no desire to I just realized they had all this shit piled up what in the corner like What is this paranormal activity as shit? <laughs> I have to ask questions to about that. Like, what the fuck is that why are the Why are they stacked like that? <laughs> I just noticed it, too. Like, for what? Sorry, we just got dist- stacked in the corner of the room. We got like, distracted by the studio. Sorry, guys. guys is in here. Anyway. Yeah, like... Whatever. That, yeah. I will be out here, but I'm not even at a place yet where I'm just like, mm, a relationship. Oh, hell no. You know, so like, two hell niggas? No. Hell no. I haven't even found one that like, 
I want to like see on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And it's not because all you niggas are trash. Many of you are. Right. Most. True. But I just have a lot of my own shit going on. And right. I feel like that's more important. I don't have time to build a connection. I'm literally out of town every weekend for the next six weeks. And then I have one week of a break and then I'm right back on the road. So I just don't even have the time to be getting emotionally invested in no, but I'm working. So because then y'all just no. get you just get in your feelings and like resentful and stuff like yeah, that. I don't know it's like, for that but the girl works right like, she works and i am my first priority so just like, but good luck yours. to those of you who are out here trying to create connections with other people sounds let fun. us know how that goes i'm really interested let's switch gears um we have a question from a lesbian she said you can call me nichelle rest in peace amen um she says my question is about my wife and her gift giving we are both in our 40s and have been together for 12 years and married for five my wife is a very generous person and loves giving to others she will often surprise me with random gifts throughout the year just because my problem is that she's not that great at picking out gifts for me usually i just find a way to use or wear what she gives me but when it's an expensive item it becomes problematic Mm. she'll hear me express an interest in something and will purchase whatever i need without doing the research first and then surprises me with the gift so like when i started running she bought me a fitness watch when i mentioned i wanted to start training for a triathlon she bought me a new bike when i get myself products like these i spend a lot of time researching and identifying pertinent qualities to make sure it suits my needs Mm. what she's doing is the equivalent of purchasing me a hyundai when what i want is a honda she gets the gift before i can even express a preference or even know what my preference is she's also very sensitive and retaliatory when she's upset (laughs) so if i were to tell her this the wrong way she would never buy me anything again real talk how do i get her to focus less on surprising me with the wrong gift and actually ask me what I need or am I just an unappreciative ass bitch who should get over herself thanks I don't know man (laughs) I I just love this question next to all the questions that have anything to do with even one man (laughs) it's like such a disaster it's never this and then let's be never oh my god he is so great and he's always (laughs) buying me nice things and it's just not the thing i want and i just need him to fine tune it first it's never this she's literally like i have too many presents for my wife what do i do like how do i make her a little bit more mindful about this so it's not that she's just buying you gifts it's that she's rushing to buy you things to like Make you happy, please you, mm-hmm. you know, get you things you can utilize in whatever it is that you're doing or passionate about. But she's not get. I mean, I totally get it. I feel like this happens to a lot of people. Um, and it. I, I can totally understand why you don't want to be like, so that bike that you got was really cute and everything. And I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I don't want this shit. You right. know what I'm saying? In one way or the next, I could see. Even though that's what you meant. Even though that's what you mean. Right. Yes, absolutely. Because like my mom would buy gifts for my dad all of the time that he could use or something that he sounded like he would use or whatever. And he would act like it was like the greatest gift ever. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And then he would go put it down and literally, them. I, I think like there are probably boxes of unopened products that my dad got for Christmases when I was like seven that are still in the house. That he and never right opened. <laughs> and he's never going to be like, Oh, I didn't want this one or whatever. Like he's just going to take the gift. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I don't know of a time where he's ever, like, taken, like, let's say that my mom bought him, like, a portable TV or something. I can't think of a time that he went out and just bought another one that was the one that he wanted. (laughs) You fucked this up. I'm going to get the one I want. I don't really know. You know, I would. 
I'm thinking she's one of those love language niggas where her yeah. her love language is gifts and yeah. like showing people that way. Yeah. So she probably thinks, oh, you mentioned running. I'm getting you these shoes, you know, and she thinks she's being super helpful without taking the way you might feel about it or the things you actually need out of that product into consideration. But people who really love you and want you to be happy with the gift want you to be happy with the gift. <laughs> right. so, so I think there has to be... A way for you to say, babe, I appreciate so much that you got me this Fitbit. Really could have used an Apple Watch, but like, it's not that I don't appreciate the gift. It's just that what I need is something slightly different. Like, yes, in this same category of product, but I need one that does XYZ instead of ABC. And like, she can't be mad at you and be like, well, fuck yes, it. I'm just ne- No, that I mean, is unreasonable. She cannot, re- she cannot reasonably be <laughs> <Right>. mad. <laughs> but I can see her being mad. Well, you and you have to tell her that is unreasonable. Like, it is. I am, is. I'm not saying never buy me anything. I'm saying if you want to spend the money, don't you want me to actually be able to right. use it? Like, don't go ahead and spend. And like she said, like when you're buying things that like cost a bit of money, right. like you a fitness watch or up. a bicycle, yeah. you don't want to just go and buy something that I don't want or I'm not going to use or whatever. Like it makes right. more sense to spend that money on the one that I would actually want. Like right. I think that if you say that to her in a, a calm way like I'm so appreciative and I love the fact that you when I say things like this that you are just like I'm gonna do this for you like I appreciate that I love that about you and stuff like that I just don't want you to waste money on something that I may not use or may not want to use you know what I'm saying like right. because I get it and I don't like I, I don't if you want to buy a gift for somebody, especially as a surprise, you want to go up to them and be like, which kind of bike you want, you know? <laughs> right. So, I mean, I would either get you something that can get you that bike. You know what I mean? I.e. cash or a gift card at the bike yes, store. because what the fuck do I know about a triathlon bike? Well, bitch, I don't know nothing about that. Zero. <laughs> or I'm going to put a bug in your sister or best friend's ear or something to try and get it out of you so that I can find the one you want to mm-hmm. go and buy it for you. Right. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. But if she gets upset, you know, y'all have to be able to have a conversation about buying people things, not just so that they'll love you. Like, maybe let her know, like, I'm going to love you even if you don't buy me random things that I mentioned. But if you do want to buy random things that I mentioned, like, it would be very helpful if we weren't spending the same money twice or having to go back and return stuff because it doesn't do what I actually needed to do. Like, that is a reasonable thing to ask of her and she should be willing. If you need to play her this letter so that she I was gonna say that so like, that she understands that you could just look at her like, deep in her eyes right. as this is playing in the background I mean cause I understand <laughs> like if I was trying to do something really sweet for my girlfriend and she was like mm, this is the wrong whatever like I might be kind of like oh bitch right. like, I was thinking about your black ass but that's being selfish about the gift and it's not supposed to be like that it is a gift for the person you care about so our last question really quick comes from Girl Interrupted she said you guys talk about therapy a lot I'm currently in the process of moving to a new state and I'm ready to find someone to talk to for me and my health when you all first found your therapist did you strike gold immediately or did you have to test the waters by utilizing consultations and or a few sessions to find a therapist who fits your needs um, please let me know. Thanks, girl. Interrupted. I found somebody that I was comfortable with on my second. Uh, I don't know what you would call it. <laughs> Go round. I don't a, know. <laughs> I don't know what you think. <laughs> the first I knew, like I've said before, that I wanted my therapist to be a black woman. Yeah, um, that was non-negotiable for me. And the first black woman I went to was like 
she was obviously very well-versed and educated and, you know, had all of the right research resources and credentials and stuff like that. But I just didn't really get, like, a familiar familiarity mm-hmm. from her or, like, it was just kind of, like, I felt way more, like, examined than I did, like, somebody that was, like, listening to me and mm-hmm. actually, like, receiving what I was saying. Right. And then, like showing me how that attributed to my mental being basically and health and all of those kinds of things. It was just, I don't know. I didn't have like a connection with her. So I went and I tried somebody else. I just had the one session with her and I went and tried another woman and I've been with her for about two years now, maybe. So yeah, from with her, I she also had everything that the other woman had, but I just I felt like she gave a fuck about what I was talking about and like cared about mm-hmm. what I was talking about, but also made sure to inform me and educate me on different ways that the brain works and all of the science and terms behind that and how that, you know, fit what I was going through. She actually diagnosed me. She's the one who gets me, you know, mm-hmm. medications and things like that. And like, no, it's pretty much all of my damn business. Right. So I didn't just settle. I didn't do any consultations. I just, you know, I figured I would go and see a couple of people until I found somebody I was comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's been fine ever since then. Yeah. I thought that I would do the same thing, like go around and see a bunch of different people. But the very first woman I talked to, like, had me in my feelings immediately and was just like, it just was perfect from the very beginning. So that felt like a huge blessing to just the first time that I, like, was looking for somebody to go talk to face to face. I've uh, had therapists before. I used my Talkspace therapist after I went through something really heinous last year and she helped out a lot. But I got to the point where I needed to go cry in front of somebody's face. And so I just felt really fortunate to to find somebody that I clicked with immediately. But like Kifuri said, if you don't feel that connection or if you feel like you're being judged or not listened to, don't be afraid to be like to fire your therapist and find another one. <laughs> like just They'll be fine. People are different. Everybody's not going to mesh or vibe with each other. It's not necessarily anything wrong with you or anything wrong with the therapist you know you just need right. to find somebody who works for you and you know I felt really strongly about talking to a black woman but everybody is not like that and right. you can feel comfortable if you have the right therapist then you can feel comfortable opening up to them about anything regardless because so. at the end of the day like the purpose of it is to get the help that you need right and if you are not getting it from the person that you're currently seeing you're not like one of the the things that I struggle with sometimes is trying my best. I know that I can be harsh sometimes and I can be aggressive. And I do try most of the time. I think that I, I try not to pe- put people in positions that would like hurt their feelings or make them feel bad or whatever. Like, I honestly think that I'm like a severe empath sometimes to my own detriment. And so mm-hmm. sometimes like even with the first lady I saw, I was kind of like, oh, my gosh, she's going to feel so bad. She's going to feel like, you know, like. She ain't shit because I'm not going to go back or like, how is she going to feel or whatever? And I was like, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. Because that's when my grandmother had just died and that's why I was going. Right. And I was like, I just need to feel good. I need somebody who's going to help me so I didn't go back. You know what I'm saying? And the lady has clients. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's doing fine. She's going to be fine. 
You know what I'm saying? So it right. is what it is. Just right. like the lady who I see now has multiple clients. The purpose of going to therapy is to get help for yourself. Yes. So if you're not, do what you need to do. Adjust whatever you need to adjust so that you're being properly helped. It don't make no sense for you to be spending money or doing whatever and you're not right. getting anything out of it. And honestly, I truly believe everybody could benefit from therapy. It is so, God, like, just working through your shit is just really difficult, but very important and very much needed. So I hope you find somebody you vibe with. That's going to wrap up the questions this week. Send yours to gmail.com and we'll be back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. So we're back, and it is now time for our read. It is. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, you can go first. Okay. Well, I just have two quick things to mention. First, um, I wasn't even going to talk about this story out of, I believe, California. Um, three black women were checking I knew out. It. Of- I knew it. This was what I was going to do. <laughs> Do you want me to not? No, you can go okay. ahead. So these, I wasn't going to talk about it because honestly, it was like three times a day over the past 10 days. Some story has come out about white people being ridiculous to us. And, and like calling, calling the, the police when we're right. minding our actual right. everyday business. So these three women were leaving their Airbnb in Rialto when a white neighbor called the police on them and said that there were three black people stealing stuff. And apparently she was upset because she waved at them, but they did not acknowledge her back. So they sent out seven cop cars. <laughs> this is what the black girls said. They like seven police officers came out and there was a copter tracking them. They locked down the whole damn neighborhood and had these girls standing in the street and all this. And me- meanwhile, all they are doing is taking their things and leaving or trying to leave. What burglar I just want to know what burglar this white woman thought was going to be going into the house with in suitcases. In the middle of the day, <laughs> with luggage, wearing like bright, oh, casual God. denim, and like an Afro punk It's just hat. ridiculous. Like who was stealing? The police are like, it really wasn't that big of a deal. Of you course know, it wasn't. Because they didn't have their guns pointed. They felt like, we don't even know why you're complaining. Okay. We're complaining because white people... It's not even really about the police. It's not even that 
you I don't really believe that she was concerned that her neighbor's house was getting robbed because I feel like you probably know if your neighbor rents out that house on Airbnb or not. I feel like you I probably feel like do. you probably do. I think this was more of I waved to those black bitches and, and they, they didn't the wave back. Right. To act like they weren't going to acknowledge. So me. I really hate that white people know they know that if we do something they don't like, they can just call the police and the police will handle us for them. Right. They know it. And that's why all of this, you know, black people should just start calling the police on white people for the dumb shit they do. Like, that's Girl, a cute idea and, like, fun in theory, but it doesn't work like it that. Just they know that the police are the, these niggas aren't bowing down to me in a way that I like, and so I can make them do it. That's literally all that that is. But still, I wasn't going to talk about it because, like I said, this has happened nonstop. But then the owner of the Airbnb. Yep said that the situation could have been avoided had the black women used some common courtesy. She said, if the kids had simply smiled at the neighbor and waved back and acknowledged her and said, we're just Airbnb guests checking out, none of this would have happened, but instead they were rude, unkind, and not polite. So they deserved Bitch, what? I don't, I do not owe you kindness or politeness or anything else. I owe you the money that I agreed to pay for this house and that is it. I don't, I for damn sure don't owe your sloppy mouth, nasty breath neighbors a goddamn thing. Not a wave, not an acknowledgement of any, not a head nod, not a goddamn thing. I don't owe you anything. They really act like for us to be in their spaces the heavy air quotes around that that we have to like bow to their presence and make sure they know like oh well I'm a good black I'm here for a good reason I'm here because I paid my way to be here da, 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 da. this this is I don't owe you none of that bullshit those three ladies apparently one is Bob Marley's granddaughter and so she's like I love to sue can't wait to do it so mm-hmm. really excited for that but those three ladies paid their money stayed at the Airbnb, presumably did not wreck it or burn it down or anything else, and were simply ready to leave and go back home and do whatever it is they were doing. And here y'all go, causing problems for them just for being black women and not being, oh, what is the word I'm looking for? For not acting like they needed to bow to to what Sub- to make white people comfortable. Yes, subservient. They felt like, I don't have to be docile about it. I do not have to make you feel and if Comforted you were there, by my why presence? didn't you just be like, oh, they were just checking out of my house? So then what? See, it's like all of this could have been avoided if white people weren't racist. But That's no. it. But no, that's too much like, right. It's more like you black bitches need to smile and acknowledge us and make sure we feel comfortable around you. No, fuck y'all. We're off that. We're not making y'all feel good no more. So fuck that bullshit. The other thing I wanted to bring up is something that I really feel like in my everyday life, I don't have too many opportunities to get mad because I... I'm a pretty I'm pretty slow to anger in my regular everyday life. But lately people have been trying me. And I just don't understand it. So I remember a few weeks ago I told you about Shebeki. No. Although Shebeki did try my life. No, I told you this wasn't on the show about that company that emailed me and was like, hey, will you come to this event and do an Instagram story and do like six posts and all this other stuff for some ridiculously low amount of money? Yeah. So I have a little group chat with uh, the friends where I just send messages like that to them and clown the people who do stuff like that because I'm just like, girl, who are you talking to? I'm not doing all this social for this these pennies you offered me. So that was a mess, but... I figured that was just like a one-off kind of thing. Nobody had ever really approached me like that before, asking me to do something that was like so much work for such little money. So I just thought, oh, what? Girl, you crazy. And move forward. 
So last, I want to say maybe two weeks ago, somebody else, different company, hit me up and asked me to um, do a couple social media campaigns for a brand and offered me or actually didn't offer me a dollar amount, said, you know, would love to know what your rate is for these things. It was like one tweet and one Instagram post. Mm -hmm. So I replied to the email and gave out a number. Let's say the number was $10,000. It isn't. I'm just throwing that out there. This man came back and said, well, the budget is $2,000. So let me know if you have room for negotiation in that. Literally came back with something that was one fifth of what I quoted. So I, I ignored the email because I was like, uh, we don't have nothing else to talk about. Right. I don't. This, the answer is no. He emailed me back again three days later and was like, just following up on this, trying to see, you know, can we make something happen? Da, 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 da. And I was really confused by that because I'm like, you asked what my rate was. I told you. You sent back something that was a joke. And, and so then I ignored you. So I hit him back and I said, thank you so much for this offer. But the rate is too low for the number of posts and the live time. They wanted it live on social for a year. And he emailed me back like 15 minutes later and was like, girl, it is just one Instagram post and one Twitter post. Unfortunately, the rate you gave me is too high compared to the market at this time. Is there any flexibility? I... This is why I don't like, honestly. <clears throat> I was like, okay, so I don't, it was one thing. It should have, you should have, I'm honestly, you should have never even responded. I ever. really should not have. When he hit me back the second time after he quoted me that ridiculous rate and then hit me back the second time, I should have just, I should have just, de just deleted it and moved right, right the fuck on. But he asked for a follow up and I said, Thank you, but the rate is too low for what I said. You know, like it's just not the say. It's not. It's nowhere near acceptable for what. It's nowhere near what I would agree to. It's not even close to what I'm talking. And about. And then you came back and was like, "Well, it's just this, and it's just this, and your rate is too high." No, bitch, my rate is not too high. Your budget is not high enough. If you want to put out one tweet and one Instagram for for your client through my social, this is what it costs. If you cannot afford that, there are lots and lots and lots of people out there who will do it for much cheaper. Go find one of them and leave me the fuck alone. How are you going to tell me my rate is too high? People pay it. You don't. Girl, girl. That's the gag. Like the gag like, is. It's not like you're not like people pay it. People, you you may not be able you to. You can't pay it. And there's not and anything fine. wrong with that. There's nothing but wrong with that. It just means you're not going to get the services from me. That's just so it. That's it. Why can't you just accept because the other girl, the one who hit me up like weeks ago for that other thing, and I told her, this is in, the rate that you are quoting me is entirely too low for me building Instagram stories and doing three different posts. And all. like, I'm not doing all that for the amount of money you offer. And she's like, we really didn't think it was that bad. This is something like, yeah, of course I don't. I mean, I'm sure you didn't. However, I don't understand why y'all are trying to make me feel bad for setting rates and sticking to them. Like, I'm not. I'm not desperate to promote your thing. I'm just not. So if you... And I think it's real easy for people to do that with girls, too. Because even when... Before, they try the fuck out of me. Before I had Alex doing all of this shit with for me, like, I was come back and be like, this is the number or whatever. And I will say yes, no. Like, I already have all of my rates and stuff like that. And in fact, Alex will raise it plenty of times yeah. for both of us. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm not even going to have that conversation with you at this point. But when I did, like, on YouTube, blogs, all of that kind of stuff... It was just like, 
you know, if I if I actually did respond to you and be like, nah, this is too Laura or whatever, I never got like any kind of sass back. If you did get upset, you weren't saying it to See, me. See, this has been twice now in a month that somebody has been offended that I said your rate is too low. I don't have the biggest social media audience. It's true, but I don't have to. My my audience on social media is not what's paying my bills. Even if your rate was too high and it was absolutely ridiculous and how dare you. It's my rate. It's your, like, you're not going to make me change it just because right. you want to be like, oh, girl, well, this is what. It's and only I guess I just this won't and make it's no only money. that. The m- <laughs> and that's not your business. Right. Like, if I just don't get paid because who, like, I just have the nerve to be charging the girls too much. Ugh. That's my business. But I that's just, not the case. So, it was so annoying. Like, I looked at that email. Email, I, I I just blinked at it. I was like, is this man really telling me that I am not justified in setting whatever rate I want to for my... So- like, you are the one asking me to promote this project. I'm not asking you for any favors. Like, Nothing. You came into my inbox. This is what I charge. You can either pay it or not. Either way, I'm going to be just fine and going on about my business. So for you to come back and be like, it's just this and this. And the cl- unfortunately, your rate is too high. Okay, so that sounds like it's unfortunate for you and your people. I suggest you move around and go find somebody who will do it cheaper. I have some ads that I can send you. I'm sure those girls would be more than happy, but it won't be me. Leave me the fuck alone about it trying to insinuate that there's something wrong with me for saying this is what I cost. You can pay it or go away. Girl, fuck y'all. Wow. And that's it. I'm done. And let that be the lesson to anybody who is like, whatever kind of business it is that you are running services that you're running. I don't care if you're a DJ. I don't care if you're an accountant. I don't care. Like, I don't care what it is that you do. Like, you have to obviously be very aware, very cognizant of what your worth is and what is doing too much and what is doing too little. And when you get like a solid understanding of what that is, don't make nobody feel don't make anybody make you feel like there's something wrong with you or you're just doing too much or you're just doing too little. Like, there's always going to be somebody who can't afford to pay you what it is that you charge. Right. That's not your problem or your fault. It's plenty of things that I would love to go and walk into a store and buy right now. And I can't. I can't afford it. I don't have the money. And I don't I get to go- ask whoever made it. Um, right. Well, I don't have the money for it. Can I have it for $20? I can't go down and, you know, be like, can I please have the G wagon. I just, I just feel like if I want it so. You're much. actually being so unreasonable, and I believe <laughs> I can't. Beyonce, I'm not spending four hundred and fifty dollars on no jacket. Can I please have it for thirty five? Ma, I got this. You will pay four hundred and fifty dollars for it. That is what it costs. You will pay it, if or you, you will do not, not have four hundred and fifty dollars. You will not have girl, a jacket. Blame capitalism, the girl. Oh you God. can just blame capitalism, but I refuse. I will not lower my rate on something that is not it wasn't even it's something that I probably would I would have been into it otherwise but for you to first of all disrespect the rate and then come at me like it was something wrong with me that is just so like no uh, it's just so out of pocket and the fact that we've been running ads on this show for literally years at this point we have we gagged really early on in you know that oh, whole yeah. process we got so excited I was like oh wait people really people pay, pay this, this much <laughs> amount of money for like like people with legitimate advertising budgets yeah. pay the girl like yeah. like you will actually be shocked how much money people spend on advertising mm-hmm. because it's real you yeah. know what I'm saying so if you don't have the budget for what it is that you're trying to get done mm-hmm. 
It is what it is, girl. And you can go to your friends, coworkers, peers, your mom right. and your daddy and be like, how dare that wench Kid Fury <laughs> right. think that I was going to like. Right. And that's okay. You cannot like it. But I'm not going to change it because you don't like right. it. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And then try to make it about the size of my audience. Like, again, girl, you came to me. And if you want me to talk to these 95,000 or whatever people on Instagram, then you are going to have to pay what I feel the rate should be. It's just that simple. And if that's not okay, that is fine. Move forward in a polite way and go find somebody else to do it. Trying to come back and check me like it's something wrong with me for having standards, bitch. Please. Of course you don't have the budget, bitch, because you send an email talking about, girl, it's just... <laughs> like, who even emails like that? Like, who? Who? It, your rate is too high for the market. Well... I'm sorry, but the the company that you listed you were on behalf of is making billions upon billions and barely paying their workers a damn thing. So what you can definitely do is run me the money that I am asking for. And if not, then you can move right on. And I was just going to say, like, multi-million, multi-billion dollar companies run into this same thing every single day where they go to somebody and say, we want to run ads on this or we want to promote this or do blah, blah, blah. And another company will be like, this is like, come on, like Sprite and whoever the fuck right. else every day. I'm sure they're like, oh, we won't be paying you girls that. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Go on and be yes. Like it's not, it's, that's business. Right. Anyway. So that just, it just annoyed the shit. I mean, I'm like, is this what season I'm in now of me telling people what the rate is and them just being like, fuck your rate. Don't you want to do it for half that? No, girl, I don't. That just comes with the territory. I like, sure don't. I'm just going to stop answering emails. That's it. <laughs> I'm just going to have to stop. Anytime you run a business or, or anything like that where that's a part of, of things where you're charging people stuff. Like, I have a lot of friends that DJ and they'll probably get life from there because it's the same shit. Like, bitch, this is how much I charge. This goes for I'm every creative. Every, if you everyone. are just starting out and a company hits you up about promotion, you know, and you say, well, me mentioning you on my blog is $25 or whatever and they try to tell you it's $10, bitch, no, it's 25 I will take 25 And I want my $25 fucking dollars. Period. I'm charging this rate because this is what I have been paid for in the past for doing this exact same work. Or this is just what it's worth. Or I don't like, and that's another thing, I don't like doing a bunch of sponsored shit on social media anyway. Social media is my place to not work. So so I don't like doing a whole bunch of sponsored. I'm terrible at promotion. You can ask Alex, we're both really bad at promoting ourselves for anything. So if you're going to have me do something I don't particularly want to do anyway, you're going to pay for it. So... Kiss my ass. Tits. Um, well, I'll pass a read. Pass the read like we used to. Okay. I don't know where this is really going to go because I didn't really read it, but it seems fun. Um, this email comes from T. It says, um, okay, look, I'm not trying to assume anything about your physical ability, and this is not some ableist diatribe. You can't always see what's wrong with people. However. Uh-oh. Dear white girl on the train, I saw you sprint with the speed of a gazelle to the coveted (laughs) corner seat. I saw you contort the entire fuck out of your body, traversing the bags that sat in your way. I, too, know the comfort of getting a seat on the A train at rush hour when you live in the Heights. Yes, God, it is. That's a blessing. It is 
factual that it's a blessing. Sure. I won't deny anyone their joy. But you have lost your damn mind if you think it's all right to sit your narrow, white ass down while this woman who had been in her 70s, though a brilliant example of the power of melanin, had to hold on to two railings to keep herself standing. And I know you saw her. You and the woman made eye contact and then you made eye contact with me. In both those moments of non-physical, non-verbal communication, both myself and the elderly fly sis were asking you to stand the whole fuck up. After witnessing our ask, you slid the fuck deeper into your seat and looked at your phone, probably liking all of Taylor Swift's Instapics. <laughs> I hate you. That's what it says in all caps. I hate you. I'm aware that you have been taught your entire life that your comfort is more important than black health. I know that from a young age, people assumed your innocence and grace and treated you as a perfect little angel and those who confront you as monsters. I know that the world is built around for and by people who look exactly like you. And so that seat is to you, your birthright. Oh, but bitch, it's 2018 I'm and this is this. New York <laughs> and you got some fucking nerve. I have a public service announcement for white people listening. White people don't believe your daddy. You do have to stand the fuck up when elderly black people need a seat. A pregnant black woman is a pregnant woman. So get the fuck up. If they are assumed to be over 50, throw some respect on that and add a sir or a ma'am. You can wear a Black Lives Matter shirt and rock the newest Ivy Park, but if you're recognizing black humanity isn't a daily practice, you are a fraud and God shall curdle your skin like spoiled milk. Don't do that to yourself. Yes, we are magic, but we are human and we age and our knees hurt and our backs bend. See us authentically or risk getting cussed the fuck out regularly because I'm unleashed in Trump's America. Love you, Chris Lincoln Fury. Keep on keeping on tea. I love how many people are jazzed up behind this fucking evil Cheeto in the White House. And what else like, can we I'm, do? Right. You have to be angry and resist in as many ways as possible. I personally only get up for elderly people and pregnant, pregnant women. women. And then if there is like a very small child, like under seven. Like... Like, who cannot like, stand up and steady himself. You know, like when an infant's knees or legs just finally <laughs> unfold right. straight? <laughs> I will that, get up, right. It's like, oh, you I used to be like, why do y'all get up for kids? But after seeing some children take a tumble on the train, <laughs> I was like, oh, I get it now. Because they little asses just can't stay upright. They can't handle they all can't of handle that it, force. Right. So I'm glad to get up for those three categories of people. Absolutely. Everybody else is every man for themselves. But I really feel like most of us know this. And it's just, I don't know how you can sit on the train with a 70-year-old woman in front of you, black or white or any, any other race. Any color. Because even if she's white, I'm still going to feel that in my heart. Like, bitch, you really going to sit here while knees hurt and God willing I make it to my 70s right. I don't want some little raggedy ass bitch being disrespectful to me empath like I be thinking yes right oh my god my therapist told me the other day I don't know why you act like you're heartless because you're actually very sensitive to same. other people's feelings and same. I was like bitch what but then I thought about it and I was like oh it's true same. like I really am that way I was like maybe I'm this dark because I'm so tired of thinking about everything <laughs> So, but that is just, that is just shit, man. That Plus, there bullshit. are, like, little signs and things, like, on all of the trains that talk about train courtesy and shit. Right. And I know on there it says, hey, elderly people be wanting to sit down. Right. Pregnant women, feet be hurting. Right. Like, so... And Even y'all be running to get on the train so you can sit down before they can. Sprinting. Trash. Sprinting. It's just garbage. And the girls be acting like, oh, so you're just a lift girl now. <laughs> like, I don't even <laughs> want to deal with all that fuck shit. It's a lot. 
It is, but I still carry my ass on the train. I'll do it sometimes. Pretty, I pretty much take the train every day, especially when I, I have can. to come down to the studio because I will not fight Manhattan traffic to come down to the studio. I, I do. just, I don't know how you tolerate it. It would drive me crazy to sit in a car and not move. I cannot do it. I'm so, so okay with it. I really, can, it bothers the hell out. I would get on that train and just zone out as much as possible. The train is like the same thing except it stinks and it stops and there are a billion people around you doing all kinds of I can't of even defend things. MTA because MTA is garbage but the train at least swoops its ass right through the city and if you're lucky it, right if you are lucky and there are no ridiculous delays for some unknown reason then the train can be a very efficient way to get downtown and Brooklyn and everywhere else or if there's not a rat b-boy box party yeah there's too many there's too many times that it, it's a tra- it's a rat just a cipher. train wreck <laughs> there's too many times where you're on the train is like we have been delayed because two niggas at Spring Street decided to start fighting and the police are investigating it's just like I don't have time for this we're using the point you just don't even react to it anymore you're like okay do I have a signal let me text my boss I am stuck (laughs) on the fucking A and for some reason the A always gets me more than any other train I'd be like why do I have these problems which I I want to love you A train I can write these um, car rides to the to studio off I mean, yeah, it's just the fact that I'm like paying so much more than what the train would cost to sit in traffic. It drives me crazy. I be having my switch is in my bag right now. Oh yeah, unless I have I a book. Or, ooh, speaking of the switch, wait, are we done? I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm finished. Okay. I, T, you gave me life. Every, well written, well expressed, all facts. We appreciate you. So I am doing so well in Breath of the Wild. I have finished all the side quests except the Trial of the Sword. That one can kiss my ass. It's too much work. I'm not going to do it. They're very difficult. Yeah, they're trash. But I started doing the uh, the champion sword thing. Oh, yes. So I, I finally did get to the point where I've, I've figured out you have to be strategic about it when you go and kill all them niggas. Okay. So figured out a way to do that. Unlocked all those shrines. Got the orbs. I don't know. if you, Have you done this part yet? No. Am I spoiling the video game for you if I tell no, you this? It's okay. Fine. By the time I play that game again, I won't. So remember. I thought, oh, I did it. Oh my God, this was so hard. And I finally did. I got all four of the shines. I'm finna go upgrade my stamina wheel again. And then they were like, plot twist, bitch. The fucking, the fucking sword thing that they gave you bursts into pieces. One shard lands at each, each of the divine beasts. So you have to go back. They wake them up. Nigga, they don't wake them up. They go back and you have to go to three different, it's like a trials. It's like trials. So you have to go back and do three different activities. I started with the electricity nigga because he was the hardest one before. So I was like, I'm gonna get the hard one out the way now. But I have the Thunder Helm now. You know, and it makes you, um, you can't get electrocuted when you have it on. So I was like, oh, I got this shit. But then they take all your clothes and shit when you go fight. Of course they do. I was like, you sons of bitches. But anyway, it's these three different things you have to go do to collect these specific orbs for that divine beast. And then you, um, once you have all three of them, you go back and you fight like in the memory. What? Like it, it's like very hazy and it's like pink and blackish. Oh, but I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. I had to fight that Thunderblight Ganon nigga again. Right. And I was just like, 
I don't. And they took all my stuff except like this one outfit. They gave me two weapons, no bows and arrows. Yeah. And I just had to make it happen, but I killed that nigga on the first try. Ew. Well, amen to that. Yes. I have not even stepped back into that world. I'm trying so many different things. I'm obsessed with Breath of the Wild. I've, I play it every day. So now I'm working on the Daruk one. Hopefully I'll have the other ones done. Oh my gosh. Before Did you play the weekend. Harry Potter game on the phone? Excuse me? There's a Harry Potter game? You like make your uh, you make yourself a wizard and then you go to oh, Hogwarts. Bitch. I'm downloading it right now. It's kind of like one of those... Like, remember when I admitted to playing that Kim Kardashian game? Everybody played that Kim Kardashian game. It was game. lit. But I had a hack that gave me unlimited money. That's the only reason I played it. <laughs> I didn't give Kim Kardashian a dime. Not one cent. Are you kidding? With the hack, I had all the little upgrades. <laughs> I said, you started your life rich and got famous for nothing. I'm doing I'm the doing same I'm doing the thing. same. <laughs> but it's kind of like that where you, like, tap the different things and oh, it's, like, time-based. Okay. But then you also learn spells. You duel. You choose what house you oh. want to be in. I'm finna play. And like, I think it's sort of a prequel to the first Harry Potter story because like, I think he's still a baby when you go to school or whatever. But that has been taking a lot of my time up to and my money. But you don't have to spend any money on it. But it just takes so long to play if you don't spend money on it. I know, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I've been playing the fuck out of that. Okay, well, it's downloading on my phone right now. It is just so cute. Very excited. And you can like be in Snape's class and of course he's a bitch and guess who's in it? Your friend. My friend. Peeves the poltergeist. Peeves is it. <laughs> he just I haven't like Peeves I don't know if you got to the speak game. to him yet, but I've just seen him like flying around the school in several do you, points. Do you have to have internet for it to work? Can I play this on the on the train? I would suggest that you use Wi Fi. Okay. But I don't think you have to. It oh, oh wait, it starts up. Oh, this looks like the real Professor McGonagall. Right, doesn't it? It's cute. Oh, okay. Let me stop. We're still taping the show. Let me not play it right now. Well, I, I think, think that, that wraps everything yeah, up. Yeah, that wraps up this week's episode. Make sure you check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. Uh, do you have any news this week, Kid Furry? Um, hmm. Thank you to everyone in St. Louis Mm -hmm. Um, for a good time. You mostly kept yourselves, you know, in check. I truly loved the questions in St. Louis. (laughs) What a... Yeah, I saw some people saying like, sorry, so many people were a mess. I was like, I... This... We've seen a mess. That (laughs) that wasn't... So one girl got dragged. Well, but she asked she deserved for, it. Yeah. It wasn't me, right? So you, that's fine. I mean, she didn't say anything. She wasn't even offensive to us. She was just like, you know, all of my friends are lit except one of us. He's a bum, and like, he's got like the temps on his car still from like years ago, and like, baby mama drama. We don't understand why he's broke and he not like, graduating. He like, wears Skechers. <laughs> Girl, stop. Sound like you're Bougie stuck for up, no sis. reason, right? For nothing. So thanks, St. Louis, for coming out. Toronto, you are up next on June, June 2nd. 2nd. Tickets at thereadlive.com. Drake um, will be there. He definitely won't. Okay. Um, thank you to Logan and Ashley from Dear White People for coming through uh, oh, last yeah. week. Shout out to everybody who watched Kid Fury on Netflix and yeah. <laughs> tagged me in it. I have not um, started the season yet, but I have a long plane ride to Portland tomorrow, so I'm hoping to knock it out then. So. 
I look at you being famous. It took me a few days to watch it, but I did. Do you love it? I don't hate it. Are you like so critical of yourself? Yeah. Like, oh my god, why do I look like this? Yeah. Ugh, why did I say? Oh, yes, shut I up. am. Shut up. But I got mostly very, very, very kind and and um encouraging comments from everybody so I really appreciate it it's like awesome and I had a really great time and everybody was super super nice so thanks again to Justin and Yvette and everybody at Dear White People for letting me a part Man, of, be a part of your show I so upset that I didn't go to LA last week because it looked like a good ass time at the premiere I saw Lena Waithe and I was like really? yeah she's <sighs> she's a monster She's a mega. Yeah. She's she's a powerhouse. I feel like I have to stop like publicly lusting after people so that's not weird when I actually see them. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Especially since she has like a whole like, entire Yeah, fiance. Rela- yeah. Right. And I'm very respectful of and lesbian relationships. Right. Cause they mean something. <laughs> Especially that photo you shoot guys they did. Try. Them hoes is in love. I'm right. not trying to I cannot come in between that. So yeah. So thanks to for all of that. Yes, Toronto, you're coming up next. I'm so excited because it's like Hootie-hoo. summer in Toronto is always a good time. Yep. And Sweet Heat is a week away. Oh my God! Yes, and we. I cannot. We was just making arrangement with the weed man today, <laughs> so make sure we have our shit ready when we arrive on Thursday. I'm just so excited. And so I need it i'm still gonna be doing work while i'm there i know but i'll be doing work poolside with mm-hmm. a daiquiri hi and on some margaritas frozen yes. alcoholic beverage on mm-hmm. the side with my ass out and not having to worry about a motherfucking thing because them hoes ain't there for me <laughs> <laughs> i mean thrills truly they not there for me either but i'm going oh, to have girl, a please. great time regardless also oakland y'all are up on june 9th all those tickets at thereadlab.com and then we will be at Essence Fest in New Orleans on July 6th. But I believe that show is sold out. So. It is. Okay. I cannot wait to get a beignet. Like, I cannot wait to eat. <laughs> just, you know what? I'm like, not even judging you because that's what everybody says when they're going to New Orleans. Like, oh, let me make a list of all the places. I'm like excited, you know, for the festival and the concert. Oh, yeah. I love and Essence all that stuff Fest. Too. But so like, fun. The first and foremost right. for me. Is food. Very excited to host a soundstage and, and just be at the festival and all that. And, and go to Popeyes. Also that gumbo. And, and that jambalaya. Pralines. Bitch will be on it. All I'm bringing no less than mm. 10 pralines mm. home. Mm. 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 And hot sauces. Them pralines be tasting like pure butter. How do... What? How... <laughs> New Orleans is a perfect place. It's the perfect. first time I went to New Orleans was the first time I ever had a praline. And I remember saying, like, oh my, my God, only that's true. <laughs> memory or knowledge of pralines was praline ice cream. Right. I never knew it was, like, a thing. Yeah, it's a whole candy. My God. It's a whole candy. Life. <laughs> They're amazing. And the niggas, look. They find them accents. And they Line find. up now. <laughs> In the words of Blanche Devereaux, hi, boys. Oh, man. I'll be <laughs> We're going to have a fun summer. All right. Well, guys. Do we have an acronym? Um, E-A-P-S-A-L. E-A-P-S-A-L? Yes. Eat a pussy suck a labia. So close. 
suck a lesbian? It will save a life. Save a life. Ah. You know what? I'm going to take it as a win anyway. Both of those <laughs> are accurate. <laughs> Have a great week. Bye, y'all. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.